0: Welcome to IFNZ Podcast. La You like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps
1: us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know.
2: When it's a nice
0: Welcome to IFNC podcast episode 86. I'm Shad. I'm Justin. And we are here to tell you about food. Um I, is this food Always. news? Is this just like are we is this like the fastest food news we've ever done? So nice. I mean
1: I guess technically this is your food news. Yeah, it's food news. Cuz I don't know what this
0: is. Yeah, that's true. Um so we uh, we often pimp out um so, We'd be pimping uh, the pimp. <laughs> the uh, one of the our local uh, Asian restaurants, uh, Nuka Hala, and yeah. uh, so this would follow right into it that. I didn't eat Nuka but I did eat these things, and it made me think, "Ooh, we can talk about this, and we can also just pimp out Nuka while we're doing it." Um, baby corn. Shout outs! Shout outs to Nuka <laughs> They're back at it again already. Did you know that? What they were down and then they're out, they're back. They were
1: down. They're back now. Oh. They're all. All masked up and gloved up, and even more so than before, and they're doing uh, the deliveries and carryout stuff.
0: Word. Yeah. Word. I've got a, a local place uh, right by my house that also uh, serves Asian dishes and I enjoy them. They are yummy. Uh, but so I was eating some baby corns and I was like, these are these baby corns are delicious in my Asian food um, and I really enjoy it. But how do a- how do how do Asian corn? How do uh, how do baby corns grow? How do Asians grow <laughs> baby corns? <laughs> and uh, do you know about baby corn? Are you familiar with the Process of baby corning?
1: Not the entire process. I know it's a plant in and of itself that you can grow it. Like it's not like something like, hey, we made it look like corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, and from what I understand, um it's just raw corn picked early. Wow. I did not Real know early? It. Yeah, just real early. It so m- you can eat
1: uh, er- real early corn you can eat the cob technically. Yeah, it's just I mean you're not like you're not like fucking chipmunking it.
0: Like, yeah. Mm, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can eat the cob and everything uh, on a baby corn, uh, and it's not because it's a different kind of corn. It's just because it's sweet corn that is grown early. It's it, or it's picked uh, early. Sweet corn. It's a. Uh, it's a uh, been. Um, so you say we gl- we grown that here in Illinois? <laughs> can you can you? Is it safe to say that they're they are early aborted? Corns. Uh, those are aborted corn. <laughs> the, the, uh, who knew that the corn world was so democratic? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're delicious. They sometimes they have a uh, a, a little wang to them, uh, oh. just naturally. You know what I'm talking about? a tiny penis. Not like that kind of little wang, but uh, <laughs> little wang uh, is surprisingly not something that somebody has called little Wayne. Uh, often I would think that that would be no, like confusing like, for people.
1: What, that's what I named my Asian sidekick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, food news. I love it. We should talk about more food. Let's news. let's let's check it out. Hey, uh, in case for the people listening and playing at home, uh, wondered, we're in quarantine, so <laughs> we're away from
0: one another. So Skype, so Skype, thank that's goodness for thing. Skype. So it's, it's, uh, it's weird out there. Uh, but what's not weird and thank goodness, no matter what, it does appear that Dunkaroos will be releasing the summer, even despite all of the drama.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Hey, can we call now, it drama? Is that insensitive now, for me to now call it with drama? More,
1: now with more covids than you've ever seen. <laughs> now with more dunk in your rue Uh-huh. I'm excited for this. I've been, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while. It's. Mm-hmm. A lot, I'm glad to know that it's still, uh, Still on the docket for 2020. That's we're right. Not, we're not getting pushed back like we are everything else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If one thing is for sure, it's that the 90s will happen in the 2020s. I don't know what that means. Oh, the yeah. 90s, because it was a 90s. Duckaroos. I thought. The, I that guess. Was the, I mean, when did it
0: stop? Was it like? Was it still in the 90s, or was that? My guess and my previous research tells me it was about 2002 when the Dunkaroo went out. Um, I was actually going to say I was like I was going to guess 2001. <laughs> that would yeah, and that's uh, that's uh, just me trying to remember my previous research, but uh, we're not going to go fact check that right now. Uh, Kool Aid has a new Mystery Jammers pack.
1: Say Maybe, what? Have you ever have you ever sampled the the Kool Aid Jammers that are like in the a it's almost bit. like a Capri Sun, like a bigger pouch, but it's your standard Kool-Aid in there. Uh, I always hope This hoped... mystery color looks like a dark red-ish color if okay. you are just judging it from the packaging. But no, I, I really don't know what it is. But it's actually out now at all retailers. What, what flavor do you think it is? And I'll tell you what flavor everybody else on Reddit gets it to, to be.
0: Dark red? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do they already have a black cherry? Because I would go um, black cherry. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. What do you got? I haven't
1: researched their flavors. Uh, Reddit's number one guess was that it's pee.
0: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, if, neither does Reddit. If, if that's somebody's pee, then they need to go to the doctor.
1: <laughs> Speaking of going to the doctor, Lay's is introducing a new <laughs> hot sauce flavored uh, chip to line their already deep pocketed line of chip flavors. Yes, what did I, I would I would enjoy a good hot sauce flavored chip, but what's going to make it really I guess maybe it has like a slight vinegary twang to it because it specifically has like what looks like a bottle of like Frank's a Tabasco. Oh, it's on Frank's. It covered, okay, you know yeah. What I mean? So I'm curious if like maybe because like a regular hot chip isn't like very vinegary. It's just hey, it's hot to be hot. Doesn't have a a ton of flavor
0: other than it's your chip and it just tastes hot. I'm surprised they haven't. Lay's hasn't done a buffalo chip yet have they not i well maybe they have no lace i know uh ruffles has ruffles has For one sure. but i i don't like a ruffle the ruffles too thick i need a lay yeah no we've talked about this before <laughs> we don't have to get into it again no i don't want to fight you <laughs> <laughs> not in these trying times we need to know we need to love one another to, we need to stay apart to come together <laughs>
1: We'll tell you. Technically, Lay's uh, does make Lay's stacks, the Pringles knockoff oh, yeah, uh-huh. from them. And in the Lay's stacks, they've had a buffalo flavor and a buffalo ranch flavor. It looks like.
0: Okay, I'll buy that. I mean, I, I yeah. might not go buy it, but I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll accept it. But I guess it's the standard Lay's chip flavor, just shaped like a Pringle. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm surprised buffalo that that with ranch lasted. Looks pretty good. I'm surprised that lasted so long. The stacked, I thought that that was going to be like in and out,
1: yeah. like the crazy plastic tube.
0: Yeah, it looks like you should put tennis balls in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Twizzlers has some new uh, some new candy they're releasing. They're called oh. they're called Islers. They have no twist in them. Oh, so it's just it's like a red licorice. vine. Yeah, yeah, yeah going to be that's cheaper. That's cheaper for them. Yeah, I mean, they got to c- costs. Like, they're skipping a machine. <laughs> they don't have to do the 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 twist move.
1: No, no, they just take it on there, just chop it up, and they're just like, hey, all right, we're done. <laughs> In these trying times, we can't afford to twist. They got to the figure Twizzly. it out. Yeah, pretty soon they're gonna hey, similar, similar to yours. Yeah, Starburst. They're gonna take the, the new, wrapper off of they theirs. Got, they got the new swirlers. What?
0: They're going to put the swirl a, out it is a. a uh,
1: It's basically taking your Starburst, and it's twirling them together in a Twizzler-esque fashion. they got flavor combos like strawberry orange, cherry lemon, and cherry strawberry, which is arguably going to be the favorite. And it is available now at Walmart. What are they called again? Because we're in quarantine, so order your shit online and get it sent to your house. Swirlers. What are they
0: uh, Starburst Swirlers. Oh, so... They're and they're long, yeah, yeah. They're like a Twizzler, kind of. So you're telling me that Twizzler is getting the twist out of their their stuff, and Starburst is putting the twist in theirs. Like they got rid of it.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, or it's just kind of like, like a. It's it's not it's 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 the actual. It's almost the like consistency a of a stick. Starburst. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like the consistency of your regular Starburst, but taking the two flavors and me- merging them together, and then twirling them and making it long. Hmm. Like we took like three flavors of those two flavors and then just mushed them together and then just rolled it out really like like play-doh
0: and it looks like star uh oh no i guess not i was like it looks like strawberry is the base of all of these flavors but no there's that the cherry lemon also yeah those are neat but, uh,
1: yeah they're neat out now walmart three uh two and one flavors it looks looks pretty good to me word i like that yeah what else you got i'm all out, i'm all out of food news i got a couple more real quick. Hit me with them, man. Uh, Hershey's is releasing uh, milk chocolate cookie bites. So these are like small little circular bites um, with uh, your Hershey's chocolate on the outside and then like bits of cookie on the inside. They have uh, the milk chocolate pretzel bites, which are like little pretzel balls covered in the milk chocolate, and then cookies and cream bites, which is your white uh, chocolate uh, Hershey's uh, cream flavor um, with the Oreo cookie center. Um, those are also out now and available. They come in like the little baggies, kind of like the, the Hershey's dips, like the big ones. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Um, and then also they are, they have just released Hershey's Cookies and Chocolate. So instead of Cookies and Cream mm-hmm. with the white chocolate flavor, we oh. have the standard Hershey's bar with the chocolate chunks or the chocolate cookie chunks, the Oreo chunks inside of it now. Um, I'm assuming that will be just like fucking chocolate overdose. <laughs> It'll be pretty uh, chocolate heavy
0: death by chocolate esque. Very much. So that's cool. Uh, how about some trailers?
2: (laughs) Trailers. Trailers
0: Trailers happened. I am, uh, I am, Every time there's a new release date for something in these uh, in these current times, I'm always like, "Oh, I'm not sure if that release date's going to last." This episode is in current times or in trying times. <laughs> Try be. not to say the other words all the time. So
1: they actually started on on YouTube. I didn't know this until I was watching an episode of Game Grumps. They talked about it on one of the most recent episodes. It was the first one that they recorded remotely um, with everything going on. Uh And they said they cannot say the name of the disease. (laughs) Yes. Specifically because YouTube is demonetizing people for saying it because it's like spreading out like... It's too much. Yeah, it's too much kind of a thing. They're trying to like die back on it. That's And they're demonetizing people that are making videos and stuff for a living if they say the name of
0: it. Wow.
1: I thought that was pretty Crazy, that that's somebody's <laughs> livelihood that they're just like, No, nope, yeah, can't get over Run it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I uh, crazy funny enough. Uh, when I was editing last week's episode, I almost bleep because you made that bleep, you made like the beep, and I yeah, used yeah, yeah. it in a few spots just to be funny. Um, I almost bleeped out when you said COVID 19 on there just for <laughs> <laughs> just to be funny, and it looks oh, like you, I would have been any just as, as good as YouTube. You should have trailers though trailers though um the only one that i remember that i watched (laughs) is uh Uh rick and morty's uh trailer for the other five uh
1: Ah, yeah the uh the new or the is that may may
0: 3rd i think maybe something like that it's real early may yeah yeah but uh last last for the season yes it looks uh it looks really action-packed like more than normal it looks like Uh it's it's just a lot of like really heavy like Action stories that are going on, and something's going on weird with Summer. Uh, <laughs> she may be in another uh, dimension, maybe ruling somewhere and a planet. I don't know, uh, but it looks good. I uh, they also they released that um, like uh, anime. Uh, Rick and Morty yeah, thing. Did like you the, watch like that? The,
1: the short, yeah. the anime short. It was like five yeah, minutes it was or something. That really was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I just showed that they did the trailer for. Uh, um, around the same time they did the other five, they showed a, a trailer for. Uh, Royland has a new show. Uh, coming out on Fox. Okay. Um, and it's going to be licensed to Hulu, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's called Solar Opposites. Oh, I hadn't heard of this one. Same same kind of animation style, obviously similar voices because he's voicing like two or three of the characters, yeah. that are the main ones. But uh, it's about like a family uh, of aliens. Okay, uh, it looks really cool. It's supposed to debut, I think May eighth on on Hulu. Cool, but uh, it, it looks pretty rad. Nice. I think all the episodes will drop on May eighth as well. So I think it's uh I'm trying to see. I'll count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episode season that's all it'll be when it's over
0: with that's crazy yeah eight episodes they'll drop them all at once on hulu on May i guess that's the thing though eight eight's kind of a, a magic number these days in a lot of shows it seems yeah. like
1: yeah very much so especially on hulu
2: Hmm.
1: uh yeah the trailer looks really awesome though i watched a trailer for uh a new animated movie called The
0: Willoughbys. It's a Netflix animated one. I I saw this. I didn't watch it, but I saw the title, and I was curious about it. It's kind of cool, pretty quirky and fun-looking. It's
1: like uh, this family, uh, the mom and dad kind of really don't pay attention to the kids, and the kids just kind of want the mom and dad out of their lives, and they actually contemplate uh, murdering their parents Oh! but instead they find means to get them sent off and they get excited about going on this vacation um, so they're on this vacation I think the plot is like trying to uh, they're, they're on their own they're happy on their own and then they want some kind of a new guidance they're kind of are trying to find like a new mom and dad um, that's kind of their whole new thing cause huh. the parents aren't going to come back parents are like way too into each other like they're very lovey-dovey and they don't care about the kids oh i got so the kid the kid the kids are just like man fuck this kind of a thing (laughs) (laughs) only and not so any words uh another trailer i watched was for connected it's another yet another animated movie Mm um this one is about a family themselves going on a vacation one last vacation for uh, their their daughter's about to go to to college, and their vacation is like taking their daughter to college on a road trip oh. instead of like just flying her out there. Kind of a thing. A lot and of surprises
0: her with it. A lot of road trip movies going on. And
1: then in the midst of it, uh, there's like I think if I'm not mistaken, like an alien invasion that goes on Earth. Okay, and uh, it's kind of like they're like if we if we stay together, you know, as a family in a family unit, we can stop this kind of a thing. <laughs> And uh, there's a weird looking pug in it that is very cute, but also very weird looking, and they make it weird on purpose. Um, it's pretty cool. Looks really cute too. Uh, I saw a trailer for The Great. Uh, this is uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, the guy that plays Beast in the newer movies, New X Men.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. He also played Tolkien. Uh, yes. Is that uh, maybe he, maybe he has a B name? Maybe his name begins with a B.
1: I felt like it's like Nick or Nicholas. It is
0: Nicholas Holt. That's who it is. Nicholas Holt. There's no B involved in that name whatsoever. It's it's about uh, I think this like Prussian king
1: kissing devil. Uh, No, not the kissing devil. (laughs) Like I think it's it's around the time of Prussia. Okay, I don't think it's just a straight like a Russian czar. That he's like a Prussian king. I see. Okay, and uh, it is about this king falling in love with this woman. And the woman trying to, like, kind of fall in love with him back. But he's just like, you know, doesn't matter. I'm the king. I kind of want you. It's not like a serious, like, romance mm-hmm. type of a thing by any means. It's actually meant to be kind of like a very dark comedy. Oh, okay. Because the king character that Nicholas Holt plays is, like, kind of semi-funny. Um, just the way that he acts and how brutal he gets and kind of just kind of laughs it off. Um. But then it kind of turns around like people realize that like that are in the court kind of realize that she's actually really awesome and that he's doing a shit job taking care of his people. Gotcha. And so they're kind of just like, I mean, if he was to die, you would be the one that rules. So that's the movie it turns into. (laughs) I was just like, this looks funny and awesome. And it's a uh, it's a Hulu original. So it'll be on Hulu again uh, for that one. Nice. Uh, Guess what? chicken butt no you're wrong no uh survive the night trailer for that came out i don't know bruce what this willis is. bruce willis is an old man he i mean he's fine he, he's finally an old man
0: he's been one for a bit
1: but you know what i mean like he's finally an old man in a movie well, he's finally i i'm getting too old for this shit oh really kind of thing he's like a retired sheriff um his son is a doctor if i'm not mistaken. And this like gang of uh, thugs uh, on this dark stormy night are going through, and there's this girl that's uh, over here, and they're helping her. and It turns out it's it's the the fiance of uh, dude's son, so they take her and take them all like the whole family hostage, and like one of the guys that's in their gang is like hurt. And he's just like, your son has to, he's a surgeon. She said he's a surgeon. He has to do surgery on my bro's leg. Otherwise, we'll fucking kill you and your whole family. And it's just kind of like, I'm a retired sheriff. And they're just like, no funny business. And then funny business happens. So it's one of those <laughs> that, kinds of movies. It's one of those. Uh, hey, there's a trailer out for Greyhound. It's a, oh, a, yeah. It's it's the Navy version of uh of the other world war ii movie that
0: uh tom hanks did <laughs> saving private ryan
1: <laughs> yep he, only he's a navy captain it's about naval fights in world war ii
0: i felt like i uh i felt like we were going down the same realm with this movie as we did when he was was he like was it the cat what was the movie where he was the airplane pilot uh that sully? S- say, yeah and i was like oh this just looks like another sully movie uh, where it's just like based in real life, and he's old again. Does he only do yeah. like biopics now, like real real life? Like, I think
1: maybe that's all he just generally He's just interested, interested in, in. Yeah, really. Maybe then people offer him those, and they know
0: that he'll do it. And uh, and playing uh, Woody, Sheriff Woody. Yes. That's the only yes. two things he's he does. A,
1: he's a. I think in this one he is. He just got promoted to like the commander of this this like small naval fleet oh i see and this is his first excursion going out and kind of shit hits the fan like uh i think he says at one point in time like the german subs have like already destroyed seven different battleships on this platoon that he's kind of in charge of oh and uh it it seems really cool i mean obviously it's like kind of a based on real events of something that happened with this guy because it's all true story shit that he does Mm -hmm. but it seems kind of neat and then cool. the last trailer I watched was uh, for Saint Maud. Saint Maud a really Saint Maud. It is a really oddball horror movie trailer, a very original kind of a take. It's this woman who is probably like maybe mid-sixties, early seventies, who kind of needs a caretaker a bit. But at the same time, parts of the trailer, it seems like she doesn't really need the caretaker, but the caretaker they have is Maud. And she's supposed to be this like really good, wholesome, uh person, very religious, uh, very devout in her beliefs. She even hears voices in her head that tell her to do specific things to uh, you know, help other people, hence kinda like the sainthood type of yeah. thing of it. Um but throughout the trailer you see her actually like doing different things, kind of almost like martyr esque. Um you know like how people would like take their religion so like extreme where they would like whip themselves with the uh catapult and shit like that like she fills her shoes full of tacks and like steps down on it just like because the pain makes her hear the voices more and like you'll see her like like stabbing herself at one point in time and she down and does it like all in the privacy of her room to hear these things and the old woman's just like you know these things aren't real and it's got this really odd tone to the whole thing but it seems like one of those like it's supposed to come out around summer. Kind of like a, a movie of the same ilk of like uh of a of a midsummer. Okay. Or uh you know, that kind of like a hereditary kind of a thing. It's like a really off ball like oddball kind of story.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That's real cool. It seemed pretty rad though. I uh I did remember a couple of movies that I trailers that I watched, um okay. that came up. Uh one of them's for Run. Have you seen the trailer for Run at all? Uh it's the new it's Sarah Paulson is uh uh, in there, and every time I hear Sarah Paulson's name, I'm thinking, her name is Sarah Paulson. Her name is Sarah Paulson. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've seen I've seen stills of this trailer, but I never watched. it. Okay, uh, it's coming out on Mother's Day weekend as of right now, but I don't know if that's going to actually happen. Um, and so, from the looks of it, I'm assuming a horror. Movie. It is a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> and it's one of those things where, like, the uh, she's taking care of her daughter who's in a wheelchair, and it seems like there's maybe uh, something wrong with her where she needs help and assistance taking care of her um and something leads the daughter to find out that uh or at least think or believe that maybe the mom is doing something to her to keep her sick and keep her in the wheelchair Whoa. uh what's that? is that is that munchausen munchausen syndrome is That there?
1: munchausen by proxy yeah
0: is that what that is yeah. Okay. Uh, like something along those lines, like uh, where where she's doing something potentially to keep her in there because the mother's really like overprotecting and smothering.
1: Uh, I don't know how many people are actually going to be in the movie though, too, because actually on the uh, on the Wikipedia, anyways, it only shows Sarah Paulson and then the Kira
0: Allen oh. as the only two
1: cast members. That'd be
0: kind of cool. It's like the lighthouse, but with a mother and a daughter. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch Creep? No, on Netflix. I don't know. It's it's a
1: horror movie. It came out in like 2016, 2015, something like that. I highly recommend it. There are literally only two people throughout the entire movie. Hmm. The guy, there's this guy that wants to be filmed, and he's he's really sick, and he's wanting to make a a kind of like a farewell thing for his family. Yeah, and then the person that is filming him. Those are the only two people in the entire movie. And it is like one of the coolest, like psychological thriller or nice. horror movies that I've seen in a long time. Okay, we watched it probably a year or two ago, but it, it's it's really really solid, and I recommend
0: that. I pulled it up. I will I will add it to my
1: thing. There's a creep too. Yeah, and we've not watched it, but I, I, I've heard good
0: things. It's got the same guy from the first one. Okay, uh, the other uh, trailer I watched is Seven Stages to Achieve Eternal Bliss. Uh, which has got uh, uh, katie Mikucci. Mi- uh I think is how you say her name. It's the uh, the shorter girl from uh, Garfunkel and Oats. Uh, Kate Minucci. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, and then I Sam Huntington, I think, is the name of the guy who's the, the 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 male counterpart. They're a couple, and they are looking for a new place to uh, rent, and they get this apartment. And they after they get the apartment sign up for it, they start finding dead bodies in the uh, in the tub. And it come to find out that there is a a cult, uh, like a suicide cult. And they give somebody up every I don't know if it's every month or every year or whatever. But they do. uh, They have to kill themselves in this bathtub um, in this apartment for some reason. And uh, so they're stuck with this lease for this apartment where people die in. It, like every month or <laughs> or whatever and uh taika waititi's in it uh yeah, i say i
1: say taika waititi i say uh I see brian possein on here dan Harmon. yeah there's a
0: bunch of people uh maria bamford yeah <laughs> This is gonna be good and i think most of the big names are all people that are part of this cult and end up in the bathtub uh from what is I, this on a streaming service or is this just like a limited release something um well it looks like right now you can rent or buy it uh at least on amazon okay. it's telling me right now rent or buy on amazon for 3.99 yeah, you can it. rent it
1: i see it i was gonna say i was like it looked like it came out in 28 on march 17th but oh, okay i'm assuming with with the the state of things <laughs> the times the times we're living in right now that it probably went straight so, to videos yeah. so that way they could make some money well from and, it.
0: and on imdb it's got an originally a 2018 release i'm wondering if it was a uh like a uh, uh what was it called like a cans yeah like, like a film festival film? Type thing. Speaking of film festival, I know we're not in, in news necessarily, but uh, it looks like there is. It we s- can be though. Ah, we can. We, c- we can be. We can be in, news. in in. We can be in the news. Uh, it looks like uh, what? Who was it? Um, oh goodness, I'm not gonna remember who it is. It's like I don't know if it's Sundance. No, it's South by Southwest film festival yeah. is w- pairing up with Amazon and they're working on a way to actually stream the film festival for everybody to, uh, I guess kind of attend whatever and, uh-huh. uh, watch the movies. I thought that that was a pretty rad thing, uh, to do. Cause there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be able to see those movies than would have at South by Southwest for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of pumped for that. I would like to partake in said, uh, South by Southwest, uh, film festival.
1: Nice. Yeah, that sounds really awesome to me. Uh, also, in my news, I have uh, six seasons in a movie. Oh yeah, Community. All all six seasons of Community are now found a home and are ready and available to binge now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumor has it that the movie will be starting uh, production soon. Uh, oh, once everything's kind of stopped, they've got most of the cast that's available that 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 was in like season six and stuff like that um to come back for uh the movie itself no word on like if like donald glover will be coming back or anything like that or whatever so there's no like official of that stuff plus that almost seems like they would want to keep that under wraps because they'd be like oh my god troy's back kind of a thing but uh it's an amazing show if nobody that's listens watched it all six seasons are out now on netflix so Get your binge on while we're in these trying
0: times. (laughs) Hey, um, I I forgot totally uh, for a show like ours uh, yesterday as we were recording this was April Fool's Day and can be one of the worst uh, times to be uh, working on a, a generally a pop culture news kind of show because uh, there's a few things that get released every year, of course, that you're like, is this an April Fool's? Is this not? What's going on? Did you get fooled by any articles that came out yesterday? No, I think, honestly, yesterday at one point in
1: time, there was a, uh, a movement that said uh, on, on Twitter that was like hashtag April Fool's canceled. uh, just because, I mean, nobody was really available around anybody to prank anybody kind of thing. And I think people were saying like, I mean, fucking everything show is getting canceled left and right already or pushed back or whatever it may be. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just kind of like pop culture wise. What else can we really attack? Yeah, But no, there was nothing that I saw that was illegitimate or anything like that. There was some things that I did fact check again, uh, Later today, just to double check what I saw from even just researching yesterday specifically just to double check and make sure. But it it all seems pretty rock solid what I got.
0: I got got on one thing. There was one thing that I was like, I didn't even I didn't even check to see what day it was. I didn't even care. I was just excited by the news that they release a new DuckTales video game. That would be coming mm-hmm. out the DuckTales quack shots, uh, that they would be coming out with, um, and come to find out, uh, even though there were screenshots, it came out that it was a, uh, proposed, uh, and, and, uh, not taken up on video game that had been presented at some point a couple years ago, I guess, uh, but is not true. In fact,
1: yeah, I saw, I saw that article and I'd heard that it wasn't true after the fact, uh, after a couple hours or so because i had it typed up because it was like it's gonna be made by the crew that did the remake for uh uh, monster boy in the cursed kingdom uh which was a really cool solid remake the art style was really awesome i didn't see the screenshots themselves or anything but then i had heard that it was not really true true. so
0: it was it was done in the same uh in the same art style as like the new ducktales uh tv show and everything is that's cool. So yeah, that was that was my only got got. Um. It's very
1: hard to because there's there's a couple of things that I have seen I can't think of off the top of my head right away, but I know there are some things that get so hyped from from April Fool's Day and from this thing that they eventually like kind of be like, Hey, there's enough people that have like generated stuff and interest about this. Yeah. Like maybe we should actually kind of pursue this. Uh huh. So I mean, that's that's something.
0: There's also that going on, yeah, here. for sure. It's kind but, of a nice I mean, way to tease something. Pretty, really
1: awesome to think about that because I, that studio would be really good to do it. If you ever haven't seen the the Monster Boy remake that they did, the art style for it's really really nice. Okay, yeah, I will, I will check that out. Uh, one of the big things that I talked about in my breaking news segment uh, <laughs> that I recorded earlier this week. Oh, was uh, I think I know about this. Was we got. Yeah, so the, the uh, in the celebration for uh, Mario's 35th anniversary, mm-hmm. we're going to be getting uh, what has been uh, rumored to be uh, Super Mario 64, mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine, and the first Super Mario Galaxy uh, to be ported over to Switch. These three are reportedly going to be uh, released as a remastered anniversary collection, all in one oh. cart. Wow! So those three would be on one cart. Um, uh, it's unclear. How this collection is going to be released or when exactly, a lot of, of people course, have anticipated yeah. this news to be kind of closer toward E3 time, which would be around June. They still are going to put out a big direct in June, kind of in the wake of E3 being dissipated right mm-hmm. now. Um, and then uh, also there, we're, we're going to be getting a uh, Super Mario 3D World Deluxe in the same vein of what they did with the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll get that kind of a version of that with the uh, the 3D World, which was the one with Cat Mario. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, this is drummed up that we will be potentially seeing or at least hearing about uh, within this year or the next. Uh, New Paper Mario being released as well. Yeah. Which I am super, super, super stoked about. Uh, like I said, the re-releases and stuff like that will remain completely unconfirmed. But uh, with the reports kind of piling up from multiple sources, not just from one Mm -hmm. specific thing. And it's not just people passing around the same article. Like, it was a data mine leak that kind of happened from Nintendo's end. And more than one source has been able to see this leak. So it's pretty credible that hopefully sometime soonish, even if we got to wait until E3, maybe we'll get the word on that. Uh, I would love to have a 64 Sunshine Galaxy bundle. Yeah come at us like especially this holiday that'd be really awesome
0: i wonder why they wouldn't just go ahead because the only other 3d uh mario game that wouldn't be ported over would just be galaxy 2 right at at that point you think they would just do that as a standalone maybe is that or maybe that maybe they'll just kind of not do it i mean there are other
1: i think there's other 3d marios that they wouldn't have done at that point too
0: those are just the big ones mistaken yeah i got probably
1: the most popular sellers for those specific
0: consoles yeah sunshine would be cool because i've never played sunshine i know you played the hell out of it and uh and i remember you watching you play it but i never i never uh, played that never had a, a GameCube, uh so having a port over for that would be uh pretty pretty killer Uh, Yeah, for sure. In other uh, Mario news to kind of play off of that, uh, they also announced that they're going to be doing a manga mania adaptation of uh, super Mario. So they're going to be uh, doing, I guess there was a super Mario manga mania uh, was something that existed and they're doing um, some sort of adaptation to it. Viz media is handling it. Um, But just some, some more, let's see. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I I dig uh, any kind of Mario stories. I I've got the the like no, I, Nintendo I, I like the comics animation. and stuff it's like really, that.
1: It's really quirky and weird. It's kind of like, or it's made reminds me a little bit of like uh, uh, a shit, like uh, the dude that did original Dragon Ball. Oh okay, yeah, and Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it's like similar to some of his earlier manga that he made.
0: This is so they they did a uh, manga existed since 1991, it says. Uh, but this would be the first official English adaptation of the series. So there there this will be the the adaptation isn't necessarily from video game to uh, to book, but from Jap- Japanese to, to English. So that's it. Yeah, I was going to say that. there's IVNC
1: stuff that's as recent as uh, there's this one page on the Google images that I'm searching that shows. Uh, Mario, he's not wearing a shirt for some reason. <laughs> and he's got uh, Cappy on from Super Mario oh, okay. Odyssey. And then
0: Luigi is beside him, and he's got the, uh, the vacuum on. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. From, from uh, Haunted. Polter- poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of shirts and no shirts, uh, they also have a Levi's is coming out with a, uh, pretty, yeah, they hardcore, are core, uh, Mar- super Woo! Mario apparel collection. Uh, you can get all of your favorite denim and Mario things together, uh, including some overalls with, uh, coins Bro, coming out of the back pocket. <laughs> Do you like Levi's? <laughs> I don't have anything. Do against you like them. Mario and... <laughs> Have we got a thing for you? They got these uh, like wild, just full print uh, denim jackets, shorts, and pants that are just all of the characters all over everywhere. Uh, that has to be a pain in the ass to do that print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine there's just rolls and rolls of like printed denim that's just like Uh and they're just cutting it up just doing all kinds of crazy stuff with it um but yeah i mean you can totally uh get orders right now of a hundred dollars or more you can get 30 percent off of it using the the code score s-c-o-r-e uh if you're on levi's website um you can also use the code ifnz and get no percent off but it'd be fun if you tried it uh yeah you might as well see what this happens.
1: podcast is not sponsored by them but
0: you know we would like it to be levi yeah
1: if you're listening if
0: you try it enough times some guy be, <laughs> named levi they'll be really confused they're like why does everybody keep trying to type in ifnz what is this thing
1: no maybe we should just make it a code one time just <laughs> see, see if it works hey speaking of cutting up yeah Rosario Dawson joining <laughs> season 2 of the Mandalorian. Oh my gosh, this officially is officially being cast as Ahsoka
0: Time. This is the biggest news uh, of March. It's all Is it? It's, it has to be. This this wins my award for the biggest news of last month.
1: Minus these trying times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this uh this single-handedly um was like the thing that lifted me up for like days. I was like, ah. Oh,
2: you me."
0: That's awesome. And they're playing it in the right time frame for like for Rosario's age. I mean, she looks great and I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of makeup on her, but for her maturity and her age, I think that this makes perfect sense for uh the age that Ahsoka would be also. So how that fits in with Mandalorian season two, uh, who knows? Uh, but what I'm also, I had, I had, I remember when they released the, the, the final episode of the Mandalorian and they had the dark saber there and they were like, I heard fans kind of like complaining that, ah, oh, they were trying, they could make one star Wars property that didn't have a lightsaber in it and they didn't do it. And they just had to throw a, a some sort of lightsaber or, and you said shut up and i was like well that's a really like weird thought to have and i don't really see a problem with it and then i saw this announcement and i was like in your face all of you people because now we're gonna get something awesome in there and uh and who cares i mean what's the why would you even care uh that they're like why wouldn't you want lightsabers i don't know i just don't understand uh people's thought process it's weird. Yeah,
1: I. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with this and stuff. Maybe we might get a little bit more backstory this season coming up of uh, of where she's been and you know, oh that yeah, a kind of thing. I don't know if that necessarily will even come up or not. I mean, it would be nice just to kind of be like, hey, you've been gone since uh, you know the end of the Clone Wars and where where you've been at. And she's like, since I've been gone. How how do they age? I wonder how how old do does that species live? Yeah, you know to kind of know like where she is. Is she technically like a midlife? Because whenever oh, she's in that point in time, you can tell clearly that she is. Uh, you could clearly tell that she's you know like meant to be like a teenager or a tween. Oh yeah,
0: because she. I mean, they even say her age. Uh, at the very beginning of clone wars that she's like 12 or 13 or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, right. so yeah, you're right. Yeah. What are, cause so that's clone wars. We're talking about probably Mandalorian to be 20 years later. I don't know. So she's like, would be in her mid thirties, maybe close to 40. I don't know around this time. So yeah, this is interesting.
1: Also in some more, uh, news news. Uh, talking about movies and TV shows, yeah. Lock and Key has officially been renewed for the second season. Kind of figured we would see this coming. Yeah, I was uh, hoping so. But I mean, really, like it was—it was kind of like. We've been getting so much news about, like, as soon as Umbrella's Chronicle or um, Umbrella Academy was done with its first season, we basically already knew it was getting its second season. Same thing with The Witcher. I think The Witcher's been cleared for at least two more seasons Mm. because they already knew it was going to be crazy popular. And that happened, like, day one of them dropping The Witcher. So, like, this one, it took them, like, basically a month, almost a month and a half for them to finally get to that point. So I wonder if its numbers weren't, like, quite up there
0: where they wanted it to be. Or something to that effect, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that that T V show have you finished it? We finished. you finished it. We talked about the whole thing, right?
1: No well, we talked about it because I said I didn't really care oh, okay. too much. I, I actually I've only, I've only got like Two or three episodes left I
0: think season. that this Show for whatever it is good Or bad uh, is is Not a as much of a bingeable Show like I think it's definitely binge Worthy but I think it It's it pulls the taffy in the right Way to where it feels like you can Watch one or two and go I think I'm good I'll, I'll revisit this I Want to think on what I'm seeing like it's um, sure. What was the haunting of Hill house I didn't I, I still haven't Watched it all the way but I, I feel like That's the same kind of show where you You don't necessarily need to watch everything all at once. You can sit there and you can watch one or two and kind of go on and then revisit it and things like that.
1: I could see that. I think the Haunting Hill House we watched in either two to three settings. Yeah. Like basically almost like two episodes two yeah. episodes and then the last time we sat down we finished out like the last like three that like a
0: left. movie length like 2 to 3 hours worth of, of TV at a time kind of chunked up uh it seems to be the yeah. best way to to consume episodically it. it's, it's episodically will. that's yeah exactly that's what <laughs> i'm trying to say here uh it's the reverse of, reverse of episodic <laughs> um and on the other news the the things that didn't survive netflix that um v wars which i wasn't familiar with v wars um yeah it was uh is that uh ian
1: Summerholder's show uh is it him? yeah i don't know the guy from vampire diaries i don't know could be could be and i think uh, i think i'm pretty sure mandy was watching it it had like the season of it that was out and she watched it like pretty
0: quick i see and then the other one is October faction which came out i think personally too close to lock and key it was like october yeah. faction and then a week later was lock and key and it was like nobody watched october faction because they were watching lock and key and it was the same audience it was they're both comic book yeah, driven kind of thing i so Mandy watched
1: Mandy watched like two episodes of october faction then she was just mm-hmm. like it's okay. Yeah, and then she is just started watching Lock and Key, and she was like, "This seems a little better to me." But yeah. It again, yeah, it, it totally came out right at the
0: same time. It probably would have survived better without a better show right after it. Um, right. But it it was it was they took a lot of liberties. I thought uh, in in creating a lot more backstory than was necessary in comparison to the comic book. Uh, I, I thought that the comic book had a, a really good pacing to it, and they they set up too much uh that you kind of lost the sense of october faction as the story was told um and i wonder if that suffered from the people who were actually fans of the comic book uh watched two episodes of and went uh this isn't my october faction um so i'm wondering if that's what it was but nonetheless neither one of them v wars or october faction will come back after their first season
1: good to know Mm
2: -hmm.
1: also speaking of uh A little bit of uh, delay news just came out a little bit ago. I posted it on Facebook for people to see. But uh, Sony is delaying the last of us, Two indefinitely. This is what I thought you were going to be
0: talking about when you talked about the Mario stuff. I thought you were talking about this one because I saw your breaking news on this one, too. No.
1: no, uh, But due to the the pandemic and the trying times going on right now, uh, Naughty Dog Dog Source told... uh, told that the game is basically done and completed. It just had a couple of little polishing bits because as of this point right now, it was set to be a released on May 29th. Oh, okay. So we were, were only like a month and a half away. But uh, their decision was made purely for economic and logistic reasons. I'm assuming, I don't know if that means shipping from Japan to... yeah the U S as far as it goes. And they said, economically, I mean, yes, this would be a really good period to release it, but they also were banking on not just selling digital copies. They were banking on selling physical copies and they had collectors editions that aren't going to be met or sent to the people in time for them to release it. You know, otherwise, I mean, yeah, they could release it now if they probably, if they absolutely, to, really. yeah. but uh yeah. So as of right now, indefinitely until everything is like substantially better, I'm assuming if if it's this point and we're hitting like a summer release window, maybe sometime early summer or early fall, very late summer mm-hmm. or like August, September, maybe we'll get a window of that point in time instead. Yeah,
0: well, and, and I, I get that it makes sense because it seems like they're. Uh, I'm getting really weird mixed vibes, but it seems like Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, was on the verge of having some big issues for delay, but then it seems like, at least for some countries, they shipped a bunch early, and so those countries already have them, despite... Um, having some concerns with shipping things. Um, and so I, I don't know if I'm getting my copy of final fantasy seven on time, if it's going to be late, I'm not entirely sure. I ordered it from Best Buy to have shipped to my house. Uh, but it comes out the 10th would be which next Friday or the Friday after you're hearing this. Um, but I, I still don't know. Last
1: article. Last article I saw on Kotaku was probably about a week ago, and it said that everything for them is within time. So it's all right still now. good. So everything should be shipped out and sent to you in a timely manner. Cool.
0: So I'm excited so for you that. Should,
1: you should get it on the 10th, I would assume. That's, that's the whole point. I mean, pre-ordering and to be there on the day you release. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that, that part's exciting. Oh, I did watch, I watched something else, too, um, as far as, uh, I, I don't know if you'd call it a trailer, uh, but they released a, uh, a clip of the Mortal Kombat legend Scorpion's Revenge uh, animated movie, Uh, That'll be out. I think uh, it comes out later on this month, April fourteenth, is when it'll be out. And so they had a a little bit of a a clip that had uh, Johnny Cage was in it, and uh, who else was was hanging out in there? Uh, I think Sonya was in there and Raiden. Um, But it was pretty cool. I was engaged with it. I thought it was a, a neat thing. I don't remember. Well, I'm not I haven't played all of the Mortal Kombat games and what I have. It's not been story driven. It's been like, let me go and drop kick you a bunch of times and try to win. Um, is right. really all I've ever focused on. Uh, but even the movies I've seen, uh, both the major releases, um, I don't remember them doing a lot of explanation as to how said Mortal Kombat works and how the realms exist and and all of that, the different planets and whatnot. Um, no, I mean, if you're going based off of like, we'll say, for example, Mortal Kombat, Mortal
1: Kombat Annihilation, the two theatrical yeah. released movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact that like in the first one, they talked about that there is another realm and that there is the our Earth realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the different realms that, uh, out of those two, there are there are gods basically, or god esque people, demigods, if you yeah. will guess that are watching over each realm. Earth realm's demigod is Raiden, or Raiden, uh, and uh, the the nether realms is Shao Kahn at this point in time because it's always like a constant throw of power. Oh, uh, okay. And that's that. That's the they they throw off Mortal Kombat in the nether realm specifically. I think just to. Uh, showcase who is the best warrior between all the realms. That's like the kind of the very loose replication of it. I you. Like gotcha. What the story is there. I gotcha. Obviously I think there's a bigger, deeper story. I, I it still surprises me, honestly, how popular and how with it a lot of people are behind the Mortal Kombat fan base and everything that's still going on with Mortal Kombat Eleven. They just announced, uh like last week that they found out that they're still going to be releasing another eleven more dlc characters to this game wow before <laughs> the game is like said and done and they press on to the next wow. thing um i think the most recent leak was uh we might be getting ash from evil dead series oh, Nice, for, that might be an actual thing i think they kind of loosely talked about it enough whenever they were teasing some of the other ones because i think spawn just came out um and they were kind of talking about uh, tossing these other characters back and forth. And I think Ash got tossed around enough that they will be adding him to the roster. Um, but yeah, beyond him another 11 characters as well.
0: Cool. Uh, yeah. But this, this uh, little clip uh, was about, I don't know, top couple minutes. It was uh, really intriguing. I would say they were, it was uh, Johnny Cage and uh, the, the lady, and another guy <laughs> um and they were all on a boat and they were heading towards i guess the the veil i get to go to the the other realm and Johnny Cage was asking questions and wanting to know what was going on. And in that time frame, I learned more about the actual story behind mortal Kombat than I've ever in any of the games or movies I've played or paid attention to. Uh, And most of that may be because I don't really pay attention to them at all, but uh, I thought that was good. And so, and that was just within a couple of minutes. Um, So I I'm hoping that this movie is pretty good. I'll probably check it out. I'm wondering if, um, I always, I always wonder. So, um, Mortal Kombat has a is a Warner Brothers property. Um, uh-huh. So, I imagine that this movie will show up at one at some point in time on HBO Max when that comes out. Um, I don't, Probably. I don't imagine it would be on DC Universe, even though there are DC Mortal Kombat comics. Like, why wouldn't you throw it on there? Um, all right. I think it's the same animation team, but uh, nonetheless, it'll probably just be on HBO Max, which HBO Max just or not HBO Max, but HBO just announced that they're going to be offering entire seasons of uh, some of their choice shows uh, for free uh, coming out just like uh, starting on Friday. Uh, there'll be fi- nearly 500 hours of programming It says uh, where you can just log on there uh, and just access that stuff for free it's stuff like uh true blood uh, the sopranos 6 feet under silicon valley berries on there um and then a bunch of docu series and uh movies that are under the warner brothers umbrella um lego movie 2s on there uh, cool. So there's a, a the detective Pikachu's on there um, Oh shit. yeah uh, So a bunch of stuff I'm sure they're Definitely doing because we're all home and Not getting to go outside and play as much uh, Due to these trying times uh, But then uh, <laughs> It also is just I'm, A great way to get people familiar with Their product before they launch HBO Max which appears to be On track still for a May release So, nice. so I'm kind of pumped for that I don't have any more news to share with you. Uh, let me spit a couple of things out your direction then. Um, they have announced that they're going to have another new God of War comic series coming out by Dark Horse. Uh, this time it'll be, cool. it'll be God of War Fallen God is the name of the the story. And it's going to take place as a... Uh, Filling in the gap between God of War 3 and God of War from 2018. Um, it's going to have the same artist and uh, and writer as the God of War miniseries that came out previously. Um, I read some of it. It was really good. I enjoyed it. and The art was really nice. It, it seems really cool. And then uh, Dan Jackson's going to be coloring it, uh, who did the True Lies of the Fabulous Killjoys, the Gerard Way uh, My Chemical Romance kind of tie-in comic, which the colors in that thing is awesome awesome um i'm curious if he's if he's gonna approach it in the same way or if he'll do it differently they were like real thick lines which i'm sure still had to do with the artist with becky clunan on uh on true lives but uh the art was or the colors were just popping on that which would be interesting to see a really heavily popping color uh thing for something like that if he were to make that choice uh but I'm in I, I like the God of War story a lot. It's probably oh, yeah. outside of Kingdom Hearts that that 2018 game is probably the only thing that I keep playing on a regular basis. Um, so that's that is my way of saying I like that is if I keep playing it. Um, more free stuff that's coming out uh, Ubisoft has uh, uh, free games that they're giving away this month. Uh, looks like Rayman Legends is gonna be free for PC I guess. Um, And then there were uh, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint And Trials Rising I'm not familiar with either of those But I was going to hop on and probably download Rayman Just so I had it on the PC just in case Just in case I got a little cray cray Up in here Cry, cry for the nine And then there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Let's see if I can find.
1: I don't know if you have it pulled up. Uh, I've got the uh, the list for the games with gold for April. Oh, if you want gotcha. to look up the PlayStation ones.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me the games with gold. Games with gold
1: right now, uh, April first through the thirtieth. You can get Project Cars two, uh, which is an Xbox One. Series title. It is a very real esque uh, racing game, almost like a racing simulator, yeah. if you will. Like everything's very hyper. I played the first one. Um, yeah, including like even like the drag of the car and stuff. It feels like it actually has weight to it. Um, April sixteenth through May fifteenth. There's always that one that has that kind yeah. of weird window that kind of sleeps like lags into the next month. Uh, you get a bundle of Knights of Pen and Paper and Knights of Pen and Paper Two, uh, which Seems like a really cool, it's almost like a tabletop RPG-esque style game, um, blended off into like a, just a video game uh, okay. realm. Uh, April 1st through 15th, uh, right now you can pick up Fable Anniversary, which is the HD remaster that they did for uh, Xbox 360. And then the last one from the April 16th through the 30th. So the end of the month, you can get Toy Box Turbos, which just looks like a <laughs> micro machine yeah. racing game thing. It, so two racing games and two RPGs. Is, is
0: Fables, uh, is that an exclusive Microsoft exclusive? Okay, yes. I thought so. I was like, yeah, I think you can pick it up on PC. Oh, as well, okay, then. I see. So you can get it from like Steam. Or yeah, whatever. I saw where uh, Sea of Thieves was coming to Steam. Uh, which is a game that I know is there's a weird uh, divide. It seems like there's a lot of people who love Sea of Thieves, and there's people who are like, Sea of Thieves is overrated. Uh, so I really enjoyed the first like week of the two weeks
1: that I played it, like in oh, a okay, row yeah. with like my group of friends, and played it for probably like a two week straight, just trying to give it a good chance and stuff. But this was directly after it came out, which is now, I think it's like two years yeah. old now. This May, I think it'll be two years old. But we played it, and that first week, it was really fun, kind of getting in the mechanics, messing around with it, encountering another ship, and actually, like, having combat with another person. Yeah. But after that, like, second week, it's just, it's the grind for it's, like, ridiculous. It's too much. It is way too much. Like, you, like, for example, go do quests or anything like that, in it. like, you go and get a treasure chest from an island, take it back to, like, the island hub where you can, like, give it to a guy and be like, hey, let's split out this booty. Booty! And, once you, you split out that booty, um, <laughs> once you go and shit split out the treasure and stuff like that, it's like oh you got 150 gold coins you know for this, and then like the cheapest thing that you can buy and the only thing that you can buy in that game are purely cosmetics. So it just oh. makes your ship look different, makes the guns look different. There are only like three different types of weapons plus your sword. Mm-hmm. And then your character, you know, you can change, like, if he has an eye patch and what kind of hat he has and, like, all kinds of different things like that. But everything that you get in that game is purely cosmetic. There's no other weapons other than, like, the three base weapons plus your sword. And, like, the cheapest thing you can get is, like, for, like, for your weapons or anything, it's like, hey, I can make my gun look gold for, like, 10,000 gold. (laughs) And if you spend, like, 30 minutes going to get this one chest and then bringing it back, that's... I don't know how much how much time that would break down into yeah. but like 30 minutes of gameplay per 150 gold. It's just a lot of time to spend to just get something that makes the gun no better but just makes it look gold and everybody's just like, "Oh, he's played the game. For a while. <laughs> he has a
0: different looking gun." Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, on the PlayStation side of things, uh, for PlayStation Plus on April 2020, uh, we're going to get uh, Dirt Rally 2.0, which is a, a racing game, I would imagine. Um, no there's way. a car on the cover, so that tells me Shit. somebody's going to be driving that car. Um, and then Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, uh, which seems like. Are you telling me that now
1: you can play every Uncharted game for free? If you had PlayStation Plus for like the past two uh,
0: months. Yes, and also no though, because there's that one uh, what was it, the the lost something or other? Um, Actually there's The two. Lost Legacy. There's one there's one there's one
1: for Vita. Oh, too. there's
0: one for Vita. There's always something for Vita. Stupid Vita.
1: Vita one is just a little offshoot between like Uncharted One and Uncharted Two, and it doesn't really sell anything like definitive as far as like big story uh, stuff okay. goes. And then the, the the other one that you're talking about that one you play as the lady Chloe yeah Chloe and then one of the
0: ladies that's like the bad chick from uncharted oh, okay I uh I'm She's familiar like with uh with lost legacy it's in my personals what is it I can't go into it yet I have one more news piece I gotta tell you about Oh, we've God. got rules <laughs> uh no the anticipation is is it's it's bubbling pal- palpitating. it's bubbling um so the last thing and uh mind you you have to act quick because i think that this ends uh probably tuesday uh is what i'm thinking because there was only like a, a 10 day or an 8 day time limit on this thing uh but uh Humble Bundle has put out a Humble Conquer COVID-19 Bundle uh, that has uh, so many things on it that... uh, I just don't even know how to explain all of it without just listing it all to you. Um, no matter what kind of person you are, if you've done a humble bundle before or not. Um, and if you, if you just like the things we talk about, I highly recommend, uh, diving into this guy. Four days left. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. Uh, four days left. Is it, is this, does this show even come out in four days? Um, yeah, probably yes. Monday. I and mean, it will come out on so Monday. So this like this yeah. this ends. You'll have 24 yes, hours uh to check this out. It's Dude, just not even joking like the
1: $30. <laughs> yeah. You would spend $30 normally just for those top three games (laughs) for into the breach undertale and hollow Knight, Those are three of my favorite games from like the past, like three
0: or four years. So like they're all fucking phenomenal. It's unlike normally humble bundle has tiers of things, obviously. So this one's $30 and for $30 you get those three games. You just mentioned wizards of wizard of legend, totally accurate battle simulator, the witness Mm -hmm. super hot witness. Amazing puzzle. Yeah. Uh, Tilt Brush uh, by Google. I don't know what that is. Uh, Lego Batman Three, it's a, a VR experience game. Oh, okay, Lego like a like almost like a big paint type of experience
1: thing, but you're using the the
0: goggles. Oh, Okay lego batman 3 killing floor 2 fahrenheit indigo prophecy remaster darksiders 2 darksiders war master edition i guess that's darksiders 1 but like the final edition Yeah, the
1: rematch
0: yeah uh sniper elite 3 this is the police jackbox party pack 2 stick fight the game brothers a tale of two sons brothers is good i've played that party hard Hard, Mm. worms revolution i've seen that played it doesn't look like something i'd like uh you're
1: it's really weird i mean it, it plays like a standard worms game they have a they have this worms game on uh on xbox one it was free one month and all of us played it before it's it's fun but
0: it's it's different. i gotcha um and then europa universalis 4 tropico 4 gno broken age uh brutal legend the jack black uh video game psychonauts the broken age broken
1: age and brutal legend and shadow knots are all uh double fine games those are all the same
0: Oh, okay and psychonauts you're all about that all the time that one's a hardcore uh pac-man championship edition too i love pac-man pac-man championship edition uh it's a it's a fun game if you like pac-man uh uh spoilers We're going to be talking about Piku Niku. What? (laughs) Piku Niku, World of Goo, Super Hexagon, a lot of Vs all lined up together. Hack. V, 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 (laughs) V. It actually is the name of the game is Six Vs. V, 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 (laughs) V. Gotcha. Somebody didn't just fall asleep on the keyboard. No. uh hacknet <laughs> uh mortician's tail a good snowman is a hard to build magica rebuild 3 agents of mayhem ducati speed brawl hive swap uh- Alien, Spidey, Stealth Incorporated Two, Lost Winds, and Zombotron. Those are just the games in there for thirty dollars. Yeah. And then we go in.
1: starting to get it was starting to get some stinkers at the end. Yeah, but that top is that tops really top end.
0: And then we've got books. There's there's a little bit of everything for everyone here. This isn't a humble bundle for one person. This is a family humble bundle. It's got RPG game books. So that not RPG. What's it called when you? Yeah, it's an RPG. I guess it's just a tabletop RPG. Uh, Star. Yeah. Yeah, Finder. It's like like War Warhammer or a uh, dungeon. Yeah, so they got Starfinder Starfinder book on here. They got uh, the Art of Captivating Conversation, which is uh like a self help type book. Lock and Key Volume One, Journey Through Space and Time and Space, which is a uh, uh, five uh, sci fi novels. Uh, coping skills. Mood Elevator. You get the uh, the book and the audiobook for that. Prisoner of Our Thoughts. The book and the audiobook. Uh, fairy Tale, which is a, a manga that I haven't read before. Uh, you get an army of darkness, one shot, red Sonia, uh, the first volume of the boys, the first volume of oblivion song, which we love saga volume one, which I like a lot of, uh, spawn volume origins, volume one, undiscovered country issue one. I cannot recommend undiscovered country enough. That is a badass book. Um, criminal cow or criminal volume one, nowhere men, volume one, the mindfulness of kids, uh, which is fun activities to hang out with your kids and do, um, how to automate boring stuff with python if you're just want to learn python over while you're quarantined um there's a lumberjanes book uh, crosswords of wisdom volume one and two animal kind Ooh. yeah crosswords and
1: no, I mean, and I sit looking at the bottom, the music. Maker, oh, yeah. EDM and edition. Then that, that's EDM awesome.
0: Mood- music major with the ten dollar voucher code. And on top of all of that, you also get a month of humble choice, which is essentially a program where they give you uh, 10 or more games every month and you get to pick nine of them to keep forever. So on top of all of this, you also get whatever nine games you want out of their humble choice for April which is just nuts for 30 bucks. You get all of that. And it also, it, it uh, supports the charities, direct relief, international rescue committee, doctors without borders and partners in health. Uh, so that's a pretty amazing thing. I think I'm going to go, I'm going to get it at some point in time before Monday. And, uh, because I, I haven't really had the opportunity, uh, or I had had a good place to donate, uh money for for anything going on with COVID 19 and so this is a great way to do that and you
1: didn't you didn't donate to trisha Earwood and garth brooks last <laughs> night when they were playing on the old cbs
0: <laughs> no i didn't even know that they were playing on cbs so
1: <laughs> i got it t- they said all the all the commercial proceeds <laughs> and everything that they did for that hour of them playing and stuff like that they were just acoustic in a studio there was only two producers. The producers were like eight feet apart from one another and wearing the N95 masks. Oh. And they were on the other side, but Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks were in there. And they were just uh, playing and singing. And
0: stuff. I watched out.
1: El- they can be they can be together, though, because that's right.
0: Mates. I watched I watched Elton John's uh, thing that he did a, a few days ago. where uh, where like D- Alicia Keys and a bunch of people. Alicia were Keys, Dave Grohl, Billy Joe, uh, not Billy Joel, Billy Joe Armstrong uh, and uh, Billy Eilish. Um, Elton John played William, William Eilish, William Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, that one's pretty good. Uh, that was just like an hour, and and they all like just like sent in a video from their like home and did some stuff. So that was pretty pretty neat. You want to get into some personals? Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Vidio games. Vigi games. Yeah, I'm games, dude. Since we've been gone, <laughs> let's sing it. Since we've been
1: gone, I got apple arcade and i've played a couple games on there that yeah. I've kept on my device a couple of them that i've not and i'm not even going to talk about the ones that kept on my device i'm going to talk about
0: let's talk about them
1: what the golf is <laughs> a really fun uh i get i would almost say borderline arcade game because it's set up level based absolutely yeah. um but so many different play styles so many different things i i'm i'm I think my percentage on the thing shows that I'm like 60 or 70% done with the game. And I'm assuming that'll kind of taper off and stop because I'm pretty close toward what, what the end of like the game would be proper. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as that goes, I, I've, I'm, I'm all the way. I beat like Computer 2 or 3, I think, of the last one that I beat. So I'm almost all the way to the final uh, computer or the final boss, if you will. Um, but all the different play styles and different things that have come up with that game are very cool, very unique. It's all really quirky. The writing on it's good. Um, I really enjoyed like the music level. I like the levels whenever it makes you turn sideways as well to accomplish whatever you're doing to try and get to the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, the little level with like the space and zero G and stuff like that's really cool. Uh, it, it's a very charming game. Um, I've got a full month of Apple Arcade and I knew this was one of the ones that I kind of wanted to tear through while I had it. Yeah. But definitely worth it. It's a great, great time. So if you guys have an iPhone or recently just got an iPhone and you get that Apple Arcade subscription free for a month, mm-hmm. definitely worth picking up and trying out. Um, also, I tried out Oceanhorn 2. Okay. I never played through the first one, but this is, it almost looked very like Breath of the Wildy. whenever like the, I think that's the aesthetic they were kind of going with, like mm-hmm. with the art direction. A more a less polished obviously because it's for mobile but um, so the ocean horn game is uh, you start off as this uh, this kid character you're kind of going through you get your sword you get a shield uh, you go through a dungeon uh, Like I said it's a standard action RPG dungeon crawler um, it's kind of cool and nice to have a uh, an action arcade dungeon crawler like this like of a Zelda like. That is out there, but it's it's just not necessarily like I said as polished or anything like that. But it, it, it's a good time; I would recommend it as well. Um, it would obviously be better if it had uh, controller support, which I think it does now. Uh, I just don't have a Bluetooth controller to pair it up oh. with or anything right now. Um, but the touch controls aren't on it; aren't aren't horrible. I'm usually pretty opposed to like shooter games or anything like that. Whenever it comes to Playing a game on mobile because I really don't like having to do just purely touch screens controls for dual stick gameplay, yeah. basically, and it just kind of you know irks me a little bit. Um, really pisses you off. Uh, well, another thing we talked about uh, just a minute ago was Pikuniku. It uh-huh. came out on uh, on uh, on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. It's uh, published from Devolver Digital, the people that made like Enter the Gungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, Binding of Isaac and those type of titles, but uh, this, this is a, a new game from them. It's very, very quirky. You start off as this uh, small little red blob, and there's a ghost in this cave um, who kind of wakes you up. And as it's not actual achievements that pop, like, or trophies, if you will, for if you were playing on PlayStation, but uh, in game, it has like its own kind of quote unquote, like, self little achievements um so it's just like hey wake up and then like if you barely start to move it's like achievement unlocked you woke up (laughs) um uh but it doesn't like actually give you an achievement achievement it's just like in-game shit um but you kind of learn your character's got like little like Weird noodle legs, so you kind of look really awkward whenever you're walking around everywhere. You can tuck your legs in and basically bounce around, kind of like a little bean. Um, and and talk to all these different people. You get out of the cave and you go to a nearby uh, a village, and you find out these people are in the village are scared of the the the, the monster, the the beast that as they call him that lives in this cave. And I guess your character's the beast, so they end up capturing you, and you can talk to them, and they're just like. So are you the beast? And you, you can your options are like I guess so, or like what is that? You know, kind of a thing. So I was yeah. just like I guess so, <laughs> and they're like as after, as the conversation goes on, it was like everybody's just like maybe we've misconstrued this guy. He seems kind of nice. <laughs> so you just kind of go around and you help the people in the town, and it just kind of becomes this like open world puzzly type of game and it's just all about just uh just helping these townspeople in this village out and stuff as like the quote-unquote beast uh but it's a pretty cool quirky little game uh just in a little indie offshoot i thought i'd try out but the big thing that i've been playing and sinking the most amount of time into is animal crossing new horizons yeah nice it is out and it's fun this is my first like really big big animal crossing experience i, okay. I played i played a little bit of uh of the original on gamecube but i never really took a deep dive into it but this is like at least for you can do most of your remedial tasks that you need to do on the island um usually if you play like 30 to 40 30, like 45 minutes to an hour during the day 45 minutes to an hour during the evening. Cause there's different things you can do at the time of the day. Cause it reflects in the game. Oh, okay. It's I all see. based in real time. You can catch different types of fish or different types of bugs or do different types of things in the evening that you can't do during the daytime. So it really just depending on when you're playing and stuff like actually some of the, the inhabitants of your Island will be more so awake at night because they might be nocturnal creatures. Like a guy that runs the museum on my Island blathers as an owl. So anytime you go to talk to him in the day, you're waking him up and there's even more dialogue and stuff because you're waking him up every time you're doing anything. But Uh, if you go at night, he's already awake because he's nocturnal animal.
0: That makes sense.
1: Um, That's how owls work. That is how they're programmed. (laughs) Uh, It is, it is a good time, but I can tell this is going to be something that's going to take a while to get to do absolutely everything for Mm -hmm. him. So like it took me like probably two days worth of playing to actually even eventually get like the shovel and axe and stuff like that. And now I'm to the points where I've got like a better quality version of like the shovel and axe and stuff. And if I sat down and I played for hours, I probably would be more accomplished, but this isn't the I, I'm enjoying playing the game in the chunks, almost like you would like a mobile game. You know, if you're playing a game yeah. like Pokemon or a uh, union cross or anything like that, it's to me and more enjoyable whenever you're just playing it in 30 to minutes to an hour minute, like hour long chunks. And I kind of get that same enjoyment from this. You know, with us being home now and everything that's kind of been going on and stuff, I've been having more time to play. So I will play like, you know, 45 minutes during the day and do like all the day shit that I can do and then maybe play 45 minutes whenever it's night out. Um, But, you know, it's been a really fun, enjoyable experience. It's more of the same of what everybody has loved and enjoys about Animal Crossing, but they've added in a lot more content. I don't have. Some of the stuff that I that I want to talk about, like, uh, I've seen, like, how you can kind of etch and out the landscape mm. uh, and kind of customize your island to your own liking. Like, you can connect, uh, like, multiple rivers that might intercourse through your island. You can connect those or, you know, make a river kind of come down through your village and you can just fish out of it that way instead of kind of having to walk a distance. Um, you know, you can make waterfalls happen just by kind of making the landscape go up or down to, but I don't have any of those tools yet. So, oh, okay. so I can kind of only really talk about what I've seen in trailers for sure I've seen from other people, but, um, it's really awesome. I can't recommend it enough. I, I I've not yet to do, uh, a, a visit to another Island, but I've had, I think five people add me specifically that I'm friends with on Facebook that have a Switch that got this game that added me specifically because they're like, hey, we need to go to each other's islands. I've got this fruit. You have this fruit. Blah, blah, blah. You know, stuff like that. Like, my island is apples. This, This person's like, oh, mine's all peaches. You know, stuff so we can go and get different fruits and grow those plants on our own island. So I went to like... I flew to another island at one point in time in the game because you can go to other, like, basically NPC islands, and I found that they had, like, palm trees there that had coconuts and stuff on them. So I dug up, like, six of them, and I took them with me back to my island, and I planted them. So here in the next couple of days, those will start, you know, sprouting up and stuff, and over the course of, like, I think it takes, like, three or four days, you'll have full-on palm trees on my island, too, that I can, you know, get new coconuts and stuff like that from. And uh, really cool.
0: I like That is it. cool. I like that. I like what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, well, I've been doing a little bit of uh, kind of maintenance, really, I guess. Uh, I did play a little bit of games, uh, but I I realized I hadn't turned on my PlayStation 3 in forever. Uh, so I turned that back on. Uh, I kind of played through some some games that I, I uh, like to uh, do when I'm on there. I, I like, uh, you ever play, you know, Frogger, you know, Frogger, you're familiar with him. Uh, yes. There's a, a game that came out on PlayStation 2, uh, just a frog. It's just called Frogger. Um, And uh, I I got on there and I played a little bit of Frogger, charged up my controllers, just feeling like I was probably going to be playing uh, uh, that console a little bit more. Um, And so I just got all my updates ran um, and kind of reworked some things on my my whole setup because my second monitor is actually uh, also duly set up to be my PlayStation 3 monitor. Um, So I did that. And then I also figured out how to uh hook a playstation uh controller up to my computer to play pc games uh so that was exciting uh to figure that out and routed uh routed my buttons around to figure out how to play i know i've talked about this before but i enjoy playing the uh kind of western game that lucas arts put out in the late 90s called outlaws uh um, yeah and so i was playing that a little bit so just kind of running through a little bit of a nostalgia uh thing going on there um getting just just making sure everything works right making sure i've got the ability to some, to play some games just in case um because obviously we know there's a little bit more downtime these days so I was like, oh, I can kind of get around to some of these things I've got going on, uh, and then I I did play and actually like seriously uh, dove into a couple of games uh, and learned a little bit more about myself that I probably already knew. Uh, so Resident Evil Three came out with a demo uh, recently that you can play and play through it all, and so I downloaded that and I played some Resident Evil Three uh, through on the demo uh, and to the point where. I, how's, how's Jill these days? Uh, she looks good and it, it looks nice and clean. Uh, very, very, uh, very nice animation. Uh, you look nice and clean. seems like they, they did a, uh, they did a pretty good job of, uh, cleaning everything up there. But the, the one thing, two things I don't like one thing specifically to resident evil and games like that. Uh, what do you, you call it? A survival game? I think is what you, what you yeah, call survival it, horror. where you run out of shit. And, uh, you don't have any more bullets And, and, uh, I did that and I didn't like that. Uh, so that was my, my first thing. And my second thing, uh, I found as a common, uh, thing between the two games that I had played this and also uncharted the lost legacy uh is because that, that was on uh playstation now it was uh, on there as uh, a game that you could play for a, a limited amount of time uh, and i think it's already actually ended uh but i downloaded and i was like oh i'll, I'll play this i was i was kind of into trying it out because i like the tomb raider games and i was like this is a lady and she's gonna be exploring things so maybe it's kind of like tomb raider um and uh it's not it's different uh <laughs> but uh But... I don't like hiding behind things. I don't like the uh, the sneaky aspect of games, which like is probably cover cover shooter. Yeah, and I think that's why I never really got into like. I mean, I'm not a big war person, anyways. But I think that's one of the main reasons why I never got into like uh, whether like the Ghost Recon, what's that like a uh, Call of Duty, and uh, like those kind of games because you have to like. Yeah, crouch I feel behind. like you'd be
1: more more cover shooter. Would be like uh, Gears of War is definitely a cover. Shooter. A, okay. Uh, Trying to think of some others. Max Payne kind of does a lot of cover shooting. I could see that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different games, like some of them that uh, there's not a ton of first person games that will involve you being cover shooter. Most of it is the third person action, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of shooter type of a thing that would revolve around that happening just because you'll be able to have that field of view of actually knowing what's going on. like covering and hiding is a huge part of uh, uh, of the last of us.
0: Yeah. You know I mean like that that's, and a,
1: that's that's a big chunk of what that game
0: is. And I was talking to be quiet. I was talking to someone and I think that cuz I was like I loved The Last of Us like the first fifteen, twenty 15 20 minutes whatever until you get the girl. Um like I was like real I was like oh this game's awesome it looks great I'm having a great time and then like when you had to start really being quiet and you had to protect someone and you had to hide behind things, that's when I lost my interest. So I think I don't like, uh, I'm not into like the, uh, the quietly uh, hiding things
1: as far as that goes. The Last of Us is probably the best but because Ellie can actually hold her own in that game. Yeah. So I still if you if you're going to get into a game that's like a cover shooter or any kind of a stealth based game, that would probably be the best one to try and pursue again if you were going to try and do that.
0: Gotcha. Just
1: because she can't hold her own, she doesn't put herself into danger. She will help you out if you need help and stuff like that by chucking bricks and stuff like that to kind of distract people. So she's actually like probably the best NPC character to be paired with going through that kind of a game. Gotcha. I don't like I don't like games where you have to like basically constantly hold people's hands. Like, even yeah. though Resident mm-hmm. Evil four is probably my re- fa- fa- like my favorite Resident Evil it's still that like half of that game is literally carrying around and protecting the president's daughter. Oh, and I see it's all just like holding somebody's hand and being like, the game is like, Oh, she got captured. I got to shoot these guys that are trying <laughs> to drag her off really slow because there's still zombie people. Yeah. So they're kind of slow while it's happening, but, and it gives you plenty of time to do it. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I typically don't, you know, gravitate toward those kind of games, but I do like a good cover shooter and I like stealth based games and stuff too. I mean, you know, I Damn love it. Metal Metal Gear so I mean that's 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 always been right up my alley, but yeah, I mean there's no harm in not liking that kind of game
0: that's a good word stealth based i like that 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 sums it up but yeah uh i mean the demo the resident evil 3 looks great it looks like they they've put a lot of time into this remaster and i'm excited for it for the people that dig it i'm also not a big scary game guy you know me i uh right. i was i was yelling the entire time uh that it was happening uh at the screen because i didn't want them to jump out at me uh it's good though that you've
1: actually tried to branch out a little bit as far as that <laughs> stuff goes because 'Cause I mean, yeah. like I'm just saying, like like Layers of Fear. It's 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 a horror game through and through. But yeah. It's all atmospheric where there's no exactly. people chasing you kind of a stuff. Um, you know, maybe Outlast would probably be pretty rough for you because Ooh. I mean yeah. it is that that aspect of very atmospheric and that makes it scary, but also the fact that people are chasing you <laughs> and you have zero way of defending
0: yourself. Yeah, I've got So the, it
1: is all just trying to run and hide, basically.
0: Outlast two's in my library. I think it was a it was a, a PS uh plus title at some one month, I think like October or something last year. So it's it's there and I saw it the other day and I was like, Oh no. I don't have I I mean maybe
1: maybe hold off and maybe the next time we're able to actually get together maybe we can stream (laughs) like the first outlast together okay and you can play through that i'll give you some some sticks to play with so you don't have to do mouse and keyboard and we can do it for facebook live okay
0: yeah for sure
1: absolutely yeah i I, bring bring that segment back maybe we can actually finish that's
0: right i uh i i uh definitely i do try to branch out especially when there's like a free demo or if it's on playstation now or playstation plus because i don't have to paint additional for it um right. and and that gives me the opportunity to try something new and uh I, that's the only reason i i went and uh, played uh grand theft auto 5 was like oh th- it was uh on i think it was on playstation now or something and uh and tried it out and i was like oh i don't like it but at least now i know like that, that's i like knowing and i always look for like bigger games like that to go I'd, i don't want to just poop on something and and for no reason like i want to actually try it out and see for sure what do i feel about it so those services are really good for that i enjoy that part of it yeah for sure uh what about movies tv that kind of stuff i'm sure you've been watching a lot of things with tigers in them right
1: uh some (laughs) but first i want to tell you that i finished the first season of the witcher we were actually like three episodes that we didn't actually watch so we binged those out nice um so finished out the witcher finished out really strong i really enjoyed it a lot um, there are some people that are very uh, either fanboy for the books or fanboy for the games or both hmm. maybe that I've heard a lot of kind of like dissonance from as far as like they're not really sure if they really enjoy it or not. They're kind of half and half about it. But as a fan of the games and I've read part of the first book from The Last Wish, um, both, both are pretty good to me, honestly. I, I I really enjoyed this TV series. I feel like Henry Cavill did a great, great job as, as Geralt. Nice, um, and and I like the way it wrapped up. You got to get see uh, the two main characters that you've been wanting to see uh, meet up since like the first episode. Uh, kind of meet up. You get some different things that have happened since probably like the fourth or fifth episode. You know that there's like a time differential that's mm-hmm. been going on. So what you've been seeing with Geralt has actually been like his past oh, okay. leading up to. Um, there are segments that happen within the last two episodes that are like holy shit, when this stuff is going on in the first episode and you see, like, Siri or Cirilla uh, look over to, like, the left and there's nobody there or different things that are kind of going on, Geralt was actually, like, literally there the entire time huh. trying to find her specifically. And then, you know, kind of the culmination of the very last bits of it is them them meeting together. And uh, now I think the next part of this, the second season will probably be them just trying to find... Uh, another character that they have now lost, basically.
0: They gotta, um, they gotta put a leash on him or something.
1: Yeah, it'd be hard to do because the <laughs> character they're trying to find now is is a, a sorceress chick, and she just kind of does whatever she wants because she can just open up portals and oh. go wherever she wants to go. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll uh, do it. So yeah, that kind of does it. Uh, <laughs> we've watched probably the first half of Nailed it season four. It came out uh, yesterday. Yep. Um, it's always a, a go-to for us. It's a fun watch, watching people be bad at, at cooking and uh, has cool celebrity guests on there. Uh, I think the first episode was uh, Matt Walsh from Veep, and he's also a comedy writer to stand-up and stuff. Uh, and then the second episode, I think, had Fortune Feimster. She used to do a lot of stuff with Chelsea Handler. She is also a stand-up comedian as well. Um, And then a couple others that I think were like more like actual like chef chefs, you know, like pastry chefs or whoever it may be. Oh, okay. Um, Professional ones that would actually be like kind of judging them, judging them, but they're all baking horribly. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, but it's always good, a good time. I always recommend it for people. Uh, if you like any kind of cooking show in any way, shape, or form, this is always a fun watch because it makes you laugh while you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Lastly, we've watched uh, we've watched the first half of Tiger King.
0: Oh, you haven't finished it yet?
1: Did not finish it yet.
0: It is uh, the the thing that is sweeping the nation uh, during uh, these trying times. Uh, it mm-hmm. is just. Uh, as Carol fucking Baskins. I, I just cannot believe. I love that something silly like this can bring everybody together because uh, this has to be the one thing that there that everybody has watched in the entire nation. Uh, it it surprises me. I there, you know uh, there is some breaking news with this series today. There
1: is. Didn't know if you heard that. I but did not. I, I would like to bring let's rewind time we're bringing back the news because we wanted to talk about tiger king let's do it uh uh mr joe exotic has actually been pulled from prison because he has contracted covid oh he's not just isolated i thought he was
0: isolated in prison
1: they isolated him but they actually pulled him out and they're putting him in a separate facility now
0: because of it oh okay Gotcha. As well, his is starting to escalate substantially and get a little worse. He doesn't seem like he washes well, um, so I'm not surprised that he might contract something like that. Yeah, he, uh, or he got maybe it. even another disease. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's a false alarm. It's something else. It's difficult to say. Uh, These are trying times. What uh, what is uh, what's your impression of of said Tiger King? You want. Me? you want me to do an impression of the
1: tiger King or you um, want, you I want to know what I think about it. <laughs> I didn't know
0: that was an option. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was going to watch the tiger King, <laughs> uh,
1: I think it's, it's, it's a very entertaining thing uh, for anybody that wants to know my actual physical impression of what it was like <laughs> to watch the tiger King. Go to facebook.com slash Hero xx. It's not only the home for our live streams, it's also the home for your up to date news content on all things Justin. So you can see me hanging my head in shame and saying, I can't believe this is real.
0: (laughs) They, uh, you're, and you're not even all the way through that. This story, uh, is one that you cannot make up. Like, there, there's so much in there and so many twists and turns that you're like, how how did this it's even like what I was saying,
1: like, I'm picking up everything that everybody is saying as it goes along yeah not, not just with the memes but everything else like there are people that are like it wasn't until episode three that it finally clicked for me it wasn't until episode three but and I was like I get it the first two episodes were kind of goofy content to kind of let you know who this guy is yeah who these people are who Carol is who her person is who uh, who the doc is who uh, his doc, doc <laughs> side, of of the side shit introducing the fucking characters Cuban Cuban drug lord guy that was away for <laughs> (laughs) however long that's back now and has exotic animals who all these people are and then it gets to the third episode and the third episode is literally all about carol potentially being the person that killed her first her first husband and that's how she has her millions and stuff yeah and i was just like oh so the third episode is where it actually gets good because we're actually talking about like espionage murder shit kind of that's going on this is like this has turned into the uh what's the other dude from the netflix series i don't know cold making case a murder.
0: oh making a murder yeah
1: except for it's, it's like it's turning like making a murder was like had this going from the get you know about both sides yeah kind of giving each other their pieces being like hey he really was framed you know he really is innocent and then the other side being like no I mean this is the evidence blah, blah, blah. but this is like it took up to three episodes for it to finally get to that level of docudrama
0: and it is so much more like I never watched making a murder uh, I had no interest in it and so I, this is captured everyone's imagination whereas like if you like crime drama you're into making a murder but like if you are just a human with a pulse you're like what is going on over here and you just yeah. Have to look at this train wreck, and it is. I I honestly,
1: I I honestly do. I've not watched the second season of Making a Murder, and I feel like having a second season to that show was kind of null and void because they kind of put a fucking pin on it. Oh, I see. It it, it wrapped up the first season to me, anyway. Now probably will eventually go back and watch that second season, but it is a really good docudrama as far as like a crime drama, you know, series goes. Because you know it's fascinating to see how like. You're like, oh, Steve Avery and the the other kid uh, that's his uh, nephew. They're both like almost seem like they're borderline slow, and they don't seem <laughs> like they would legitimately be capable of this. And they're it makes it seem like the cops are using them to cover them up because they're just podunk redneck people that nobody would know. Like, hey, they're they're basically just they're they're insane because they're slow. <laughs> And it's almost like that's what the entire thing is about. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They kept his nephew, uh, Brendan, Brendan Dassey is his name. They kept him in like a holding facility for like two days straight. And this kid's like 17. Uh And he's like, he is slow, a slow kid. And they kept him in this thing and they're just basically feeding him exactly what to say. And you get to see this footage that's like inside the room of them saying stuff and they're just like just say you did it just Uh, say you did it we can let you go just say you did it yeah that's all you have to do you just say and then he starts eventually confessing to stuff that he probably really never did but it's just them like almost peer pressuring him i got that and it's just
0: crazy yeah that's wild this is wild uh, Have
1: you watched anything else
0: Uh yeah I watched a couple of movies Uh actually before the movies I've been Uh catching up on fear of the walking dead Slowly um I'm really just hardcore into the whole uh, Walking dead uh world Right now uh, The the shows the the main show has been Really good and uh so I was like well let's Go let's let's uh let me dive Into fear the walking dead again so Um made it halfway through The third season so far And uh I'm invested in it again for some reason. I'm I'm taking the story a little bit differently and following along with the characters, and uh, really kind of enjoying what's going on with Madison and her family, and going into the worlds that they are. I th- there's a couple of things that are just uh, different about this show that makes it hard to swallow. I think right away, one is there's not nearly as many zombies in it as there were in The Walking Dead, especially during that same like you're trying to get to know these characters and figure out why you care about them. And, uh, they don't let you kind of, figure out how to care about them first. They just introduce them into danger right away. Um and they just do things a little it's paced uh, uh, just differently than the the original Walking Dead. Um but I'm liking it. I am I'm, I'm into it. Um it's a little discouraging when I'm on my little TV time tracker uh, app and it's like you have 38 more episodes to be caught up with the show and it's like, "Oh, that's a lot of hours of the show that I'm just kind of liking." Uh but I am trying to get into it. We'll see uh how that that all happens um but then on the movie side of things i've watched uh, a few a few uh you mentioned hereditary earlier i finally watched hereditary uh and i really enjoyed that that movie is so good Um, if, if anybody hasn't had a chance to check it out, um, the, that is Tony Collette is, I really like Tony Collette as just in general as an actress. Um, and she does not disappoint, uh, in her, her little craziness, uh, as the mom in that movie. Um, and then I, I, the guy, the the son, I I can't remember his name, but he's in like the Jumanji movies, and he's kind of seems like he's coming to his own as an actor uh, these days. But uh, I thought he did a really a really good job as well. Um, story was neat. Um, it kind of. I don't want to say that it was similar to or made sense that this same guy wrote and directed this movie and Midsummer, uh, but it was kind of like, oh yeah, I was excited because I enjoyed the weirdness and the elements of um, kind of just different horror that he brought to Midsummer, and so it was interesting to see Hereditary, which was a yeah, little I bit. Like,
1: I feel like I, say, I feel like Hereditary, as far as people's reviews and stuff like that, was a bit better than Midsummer.
0: Yeah, well, and uh, because, and I think *Hereditary* was more in line with true with a a typical horror movie. Like it it didn't right. it didn't break as many barriers of like this is like. I mean, I mean, regardless, you're talking about like both of them are like I think, yeah. Like I mean, these are the
1: only two movies that uh, uh, Ari Aster has done. Yes, and and uh, *Hereditary* is like 89% Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> And midsummer's like 83% hot. Oh, tomatoes. wow. I mean, they're pretty, pretty fucking high up there as far as horror movies go. Yeah. A lot of horror genre doesn't really
0: even break. It doesn't get that high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely brings a different element. I, I dug the, I thought the Indian was really cool. Um, and, uh, a thinker, I'm sure that if I watched it again, I'd pick up on even more, uh, than, than I would in the first viewing, uh, seems like his stuff is kind of laid out that way where it it lets you think about it a little bit and it kind of builds and builds and builds. Isn't it's not set up to just watch once, uh, which is cool with a movie like that. Um, I watched star girl, the, uh, the movie that's on Disney plus, Uh, with grace vandervall as the kind of uh quirky uh homeschooled girl that that comes to to high school and uh and then she uh befriends this kid and they kind of start a relationship um and she's just kind of changes the whole entire town, uh, when she comes to town and, uh, with her kind of quirky way to be different and, um, uh, and challenge the normals and, um, gets the kind of raises the school spirit and the whole town and, uh, and this kid, she obviously has a, uh, individual relationship with and, and kind of gets him out of a slump as well. Um, and it was just a nice little story. And then she, she, uh, Something happens at the end that I, I shouldn't spoil. Uh, if anybody wants to go check it out, but it's on Disney Plus. It's one of their new movies that they've got. Um, I I would definitely recommend it if you like a, a nice little feel good uh, movie. I don't think I don't feel like it's super like geared towards like only kids or or anything like that. It's not like a, a teen drama necessarily. I think it's just a nice little story that uh, probably is for the whole family, which seems like what Disney Plus is kind of gearing towards normally on that. So. I'd recommend it and Grace Vanderwall's She's a uh, has a nice uh, She's a a good singer As they say and uh, she She plays the ukulele and whatnot And uh, if you're familiar with her Music at all uh, There's there is some of that in this Movie and then last but not Least I watched the Birds of Prey the film, the film "Birds of Prey." Uh, whether you want to call it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, colon, Harley Quinn: colon <laughs> Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn: colon, colon Birds of Prey, and the uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn. Um, and
1: I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it Birds of Prey: colon Harley Quinn. Colon. Batman. (laughs) Sub colon. There's like a small, it's (laughs) underneath the regular colon.
0: Is that what a a sub colon is?
1: Yep. And then, and the last one is these trying
0: times. (laughs) Um, This, uh, this movie was good. I, um, I go into a movie generally with uh, low expectations. You know, that about me, uh, you know, that I, I don't necessarily have, uh, I don't, there's not a high threshold for me to be, to leave a movie and go, that was good. I had a good time. It was fun. Um, And I went the same way with this, but I thought that it, it built well. It was a, it was a good story. Um, a lot of things to do. Um, it was one of those movies where you just go, well, that was kind of a, that was an action movie, um, with, with zany characters that are kind of chew the scenery a bit and whatnot. But I think it was just a solid action movie, um, in the way that like, uh, you might see, you know, any other like it's an, it's charlie's angels but with cooler characters essentially and and a better Ooh. story um because <laughs> you've got people with makeup and and code names and everything and but it's, it's how, was, how was
1: black mask
0: uh uh he was good and Ewan mcgregor was was awesome i think he kind of just got to be wild uh a little bit in there um the the part of i don't know where you would say uh Where am I going with this? Um, If you had... uh, If you didn't have him put on a mask, he would have just been a cool character. So it didn't really... uh, Matter that he was Black Mask, and the the mask thing was just kind of a throwaway. There was no like reason for it, but there wasn't a reason not to. So um, I'm sure that that worked out just fine. He played the part of the character that is Black Mask, um, but he was just really just hyped up and and a little a little cray cray um, on it. So I dug that. I dug that. Out. Um, I would recommend it if you if you want to be uh, entertained and you aren't easily uh, disappointed by some weird expectations that you've made about something, um, then I think it would be cool. If you are into uh, Harley Quinn, uh, the comic books that like Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor did, uh, when they took over what six, seven years ago, uh, with the character and kind of made her the independent Harley Quinn that moved to, uh, New York. And she was on the Coney Island and stuff like that, um, then you would like it. There's a lot of nods to that. I think like all the way down to, she's got a, a stuffed, uh, beaver. That is her friend that she talks to and whatnot in her apartment. Uh, which is a, a big kind of call to that series. Um, so that, that part's cool. I like how they build up the relationship. Um, with the actual birds of prey and how they, they get along. I'm a little confused. There's a Cassandra Kane, uh, which is, uh, this younger girl who's kind of a street thief. And, uh, Cassandra Kane actually is all is Batwoman. Uh, that's who Batwoman is. Uh, so I don't know if they did that just for fun or if they're actually planning on building that up and saying, well, eventually this girl could be, batwoman you know and in a further uh person a part of the film but she's pretty young and uh doesn't fit the normal or the the uh, the common type of what, what who batwoman is um in the comic books at least but that doesn't mean anything you could totally make a totally different batwoman she doesn't have to look the same as what we're used to um so they could, uh, they could easily make a Birds of Prey movie that spins out of this. Uh, they, you could never see the Birds of Prey again and continue to make Harley Quinn movies, which is I'm sure what they're going to do, uh, is just going to go, oh, let's make Harley Quinn involved in another uh, team up of something or give her own movie. Or I think that it would be cool to kick off of this movie into, I think, what they had uh, was were whispering at one point in time that uh, Margot Robbie was uh, trying to make a, a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. Um, I think that they could easily do that. This whole movie is about um, her breaking up with the Joker and it would be interesting to see a follow-up to say, okay, what does she do when the Joker wants her back? And, uh, and how does she handle that now that she has gained her own independence and kind of self-worth and uh, the ability to stand up on her own, uh, they would and if if jared leto comes back and he's like come with me girl and um uh, and she's wow like, <laughs> and she's like no i'm not gonna do that uh that would be kind of cool so uh check it out it's uh it, it came out early on uh all the things so you can you can check that thing out nice what about the music
1: the music there's a lot there's a lot of music that happened <laughs> yeah uh the weekend released his new album after hours uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed it front to back and listened to it a couple of different times, at least, uh, some really good singles off of it too, that have come out. No, nice. like heartless, uh, good stuff. And then he had re- another one that released not too long ago too, but, um, really good stuff. Really like it a lot. Uh, same thing. Gambino surprise dropped, uh, I think it was like a week or two ago yeah that website but it was like a donald Deliver presents is what it was under yeah um but that whole thing you could only listen to it front to back and it's now been separated out into tracks put out onto there yeah set onto tracks uh it's called three fifteen twenty, just the date that it was initially pushed out Um, It has a couple of title tracks on there, but the rest of the tail end of it is all just uh, basically cut up into time tracks, Mm -hmm. like where it would have been like time wise on the album. Is where it like kind of cuts up into Uh, one of the tracks. I think it's time, which is like a quote unquote single on there uh, has uh, Ariana Grande singing backup vocals with him and stuff. Oh, cool.
0: Nice. I started to listen to it, but I hadn't really got a chance to kind of sit and absorb it uh i kind of started and then something came up so i know a lot of
1: people there was a debate uh at one point in time that kind of because uh the weekend's album and gambino's album basically came out like right at the exact same time oh that same like just days window yeah apart from one another like the weekend came out on a friday and then i think that sunday afternoon at like 1 p.m or some sh- or at 3 a.m on sunday afternoon that same week was whenever Gambino dropped that. I see a lot of people were kind of doing compare and contrast. If I was picking between the two, honestly, this time around, even though I'm a huge Gambino fan, I think the Lincoln takes it. It's just a really good, well-rounded album. And it's really, really nice.
0: Real Uh, nice.
1: Band that I've talked about on here before, the Rex has a new single out. Uh, I mentioned to them before because they had another song uh, that called, uh, called "Freaking Out that came out that was really good. But whenever I went to go listen to their other library from music before, mm-hmm. it wasn't really great to me. That was like the only song that I really enjoyed. And this is technically another single. Uh, it's called Out of Style. And uh, I, I actually really enjoy this one a lot too. So I'm hoping this is kind of the the, the direction we're going with this new album once it actually finally releases. Um, but it's really solid. I recommend it to some good alt rock in the same vein of that of kind of like cage elephant in a way. Cool. Uh, nothing but thieves. We talked about them the last time, mm-hmm. but they have a new single out called is everybody going crazy. Um, it's kind of following the same suit as uh, one of their other releases uh, that came out a year and a half ago now. It's newer. It had like Forever and Evermore on it. It's almost like the music backup sounds kind of like Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, okay. Uh, Kind of following that more just straight up rock tone of like Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, Man Man released a new single too uh, called Future Pig. Their album, uh, they they made a big huge thing. It's still going to be coming out. I think it comes out this week if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And... They said regrettably their their tour's getting pushed back further and further and further. Yeah, for sure. So they're not gonna get a chance to go and do the tour for the album like they like to, but they're still gonna plan on releasing the album digitally for everybody on time. Um, I think they have like pressed versions of it on vinyl and stuff for people that pre ordered that'll still go out as anticipated because they're already here. They're not coming from like out of the country. So that'll still go out to everybody and get to them on time. So that's cool. Uh and the last two is uh, a band I talked about on here, too, that is just a straight-up synthwave band called Magic Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just released a new album called Endless. It's really, really, really good synthwave stuff, and it all has a kind of... Uh, it's very, like I guess, thematical in a way because they have like a way that they dress on stage and like, kind of almost like a weird lore to this band about mm-hmm. this like sword... Uh, that, that it all kind of like bleeds into and it kind of almost like a story that it writes itself, but it's all just synth wave music. Oh, uh, okay. But I guess they, they've they kind of talked about it like in interviews before, like how this kind of all kind of tells and paints a story of these three characters and the sword that they're going after. It's like a legendary sword. Nice. Um,
0: and then uh, Pearl Jam released Gigaton finally. Yeah, I listened to some of it. How do you think? Um I I'm not crazy about it but um it's it's no, there's nothing wrong with it it's just that um some of the the newer Pearl Jam stuff just kind of feels the same. Like it, it it could play well in the background, but it doesn't have this like jumping out and grabbing you kind of feel that their earlier stuff did. And I don't know if you'll ever yeah. recreate that. And if this is the thing that we get instead of that, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. I think this is, it's been this way to me for the last two albums previous to this. Yeah. What I've listened to thus far on this, I feel the exact same way about you though. Like it's it's the exact same. It's mm-hmm. all I could listen to it, but I probably will never memorize anything yes, off of yeah. these albums. It's that kind of a thing. That's to a me. good it's way to put like,
2: it.
0: Yeah. It's
1: cool in the background, but I'm probably not gonna memorize everything off of it like I did like Phytology or Versus or, or Ten.
0: What's the one with the avocado on it? Is that is that just like a self titled No I don't know I think that's the last one that I felt like A different vibe to it Uh, Did that have worldwide suicide on it? That was 2006. That's the self titled Yeah. Yeah. That's the one with worldwide. Buds. That was the last time I was like, this is different. And I, I'm into it. And and it didn't have the same, obviously, following. I think there were some strong feelings, uh, the opposite of that, even, for that album. But it was like, OK, they're trying something that has some aggression to it. Um, it has some some feeling to it. And then after that, I kind of felt like, for the most part, we're getting into uh, what I call the Springsteen phase uh yeah which is I can see that it's just kind of there's nothing wrong with it it feels good you kind of relax and listen to it but I'm never gonna really like you that you summed it up perfectly I'm not gonna memorize the lyrics to this stuff
1: yeah it's like because I mean like uh what was after self-title was backspacer I think was what came out in like like 2000 yeah had all the like little
0: pictures on it
1: that one had like just breathe on it and that song was really good. Yeah. But, I mean, I, as I said, like, there's a couple of singles and stuff off of those, like, Lightning Bolt had a couple that was like that. Uh-huh. I'm sure this one will, too. But it's nothing that's, like, crazy memorable. Yes. So, I, I agree. Like, anything from, like, self-titled with, like, Worldwide Suicide on it is probably the last bit. That was the first, like, I saw them for the first time live in 2007, and that was at uh, Lollapalooza, and they were touring still from this album. Oh, uh, okay. From, 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 uh, self-titled.
0: Yeah. I gotcha I gotcha yeah, gotcha. yeah. so it's, it's okay it's good stuff you listen to anything else that I haven't listened to yeah uh Alkaline Trio put out a new three song EP uh and uh you'll never guess what the title is Alkaline Trio no EP the trio <laughs> it's just called EP uh it's got three songs on it mm-hmm. um they aren't uh they you know just uh I think it was last year or maybe the year before they came out with is this thing cursed. Um, and, and that was a pretty good album and there were some pretty solid songs on there. Uh, if you, if you like that kind of thing, uh, this kind of felt like maybe B sides, uh, from, good. from that a little bit, they just weren't as catchy. The, the, uh, uh, first song on it, "Minds like minefields, uh, was, a um, a Matt Skiba driven song and it just, it was okay. Uh, there wasn't, I was waiting for it to kind of have that alkaline trio punch of just kind of bringing things up um but it just kind of stayed really even on it and then uh radio violence had some pretty cool like uh, kind of drum guitar break parts in it um but overall was kind of once again fell a little flat uh was a but that one's uh was a little bit i liked a little bit more because i'm a little bit more of a dan andriano fan when it comes to the vocals um and then uh smokestack was the last song on there, and it starts out with just a whole uh just acoustic guitar and dan andriano singing um and then goes into a full song. But, um, there is, there's not much else that gets me super pumped quite as much as an alkaline trio, uh, song led by Dan Andriano that is mostly acoustic driven. So, uh, that smokestack song was probably my favorite, but still uh, for it being my favorite song on the album w- still wasn't up to par with what I'm used to hearing from them. Um, uh, so it was an okay, okay. Release. Um, I, uh won't continue to put it in my loop like i do typically their releases but i'll re- I'll listen to it again for sure and then cool. uh do you do you like him you like him the band like like the band him him yeah 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 that one yeah yeah i like that one. um th- have you wondered often what vilvalo is doing recently
1: i looked it up uh not too long ago because I've listened to him like three or two or three weeks ago.
0: Okay. He, uh, he just released a, a new, uh, solo thing, uh, a new solo EP under the, uh, the name VV. Uh, it, okay. So this must've been prior to me looking him up
1: because I didn't, I didn't know that that happened. Yeah.
0: This is, this is, uh, this is pretty new. Uh, but it's just, it's just VV, just two V's. Um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, A a little, I think it's also three songs, if I'm not mistaken uh but it is uh if you uh were longing for some hymn uh it it just sounds like him it's uh, it's pretty cool uh in that and not like the the back end of him like it sounds like uh dark light or uh what's the, nice. the one before that uh the pink one uh like razor blade Romance. yeah like it sounds like it's right within that realm of like music and I was like oh. This is Reason really.
1: Romance is my fave. This is
0: a uh, real nostalgic. Uh, in that, it's called uh, Gothica Phonetica Volume One. Volume One. Yeah, I just
1: added it on my on my, uh, <laughs> my old Spotify and downloaded it. Yeah. So,
0: so if you were ever a, a him fan and uh, and you just want a little bit more of that. Go check that out, cause uh, oh boy, it it does it for me. I was I was like it, it, the the hooks weren't the same. I, I you know because there's some pretty like hooky songs that are, like immediately like you it's a brain worm it's stuck in your head from first listen. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't expect that kind of thing from this, but the feeling is there for sure. So, Dope. That's my music. Dope, bro. <laughs> Comic books and books. Guess what? What? Guess. You didn't read anything.
1: I read a book. You read a book? I'm, I'm, I think, four or five chapters into Nosferatu now.
0: Oh, an actual book. An actual book? Wow. I
1: decided I wanted to, I I enjoyed uh, the the Joe Hill so much that I wanted to see what his regular old novel writing chops would be. So I started diving into it. And honestly, from like page one through three, he does a really good job at fucking pulling you in. Yeah. even more so to the point to where I'm like, dude, you are better than your dad. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like honestly he, think he, he is. makes, he like pulls you right in, and the way he started talking about uh, about the the vampire, like kind of coming back to life, because that's how it like really starts. It's not really a spoiler, it's, it's about him like in a hospital and he's in a coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this nurse is kind of taking care of all these patients, and she wakes up and starts grabbing her arm and starts talking about. All of the stuff that you kind of have heard, maybe either for be from a trailer or just reading the back of the book being like uh she starts he starts saying like her son's name like he he'll uh he'd be a great addition to Christmas land and w- you'll be a great addition too with the with the woman that doesn't or the woman of the gas mask or something like that, and starts to, like dot spouting all this weird crazy lore and you're just like I want to know what the fuck he's talking about <laughs> because this is like borderline. Like no spark to started off sounding like all this crazy shit that you want to learn more about. Yeah. It started off like kind of like almost dark tower esque for me in a way. Nice. <laughs> Cause you're just like, you know, you start talking about all this different things about the gunslinger and about toll and yeah. all of these different things about the finnies and hearing that shit. And they don't explain it to you right away. And you're like, ah, this is so steeped in the lore and I want to know more about what this yeah. is. And he does a really good job with just, out the gate, like in an introduction period of just like kind of letting you know, all of this shit. It's really good writing. Awesome. But I've been enjoying it. I'm like, I said, I'm like four or five chapters in that puts me at like page. I think the last page I did was like 78 or 79, but, uh, I'm a, I'm a decent ways into it that I'm, I'm not going to stop. It's it's pretty good stuff, but that's that's the only thing I've really been reading. Reading. Cool. That. I've been enjoying it a lot. It makes me want to. I really want to finish it, but at the same time, I'm like, and I really want to watch the show now because I kind of I'm so interested in it. And I want to see what that's like, and I'm a sucker for Zachary Quinto. So yeah,
0: I watched the first episode of the show. It was pretty good so far. I just downloaded Nosferatu the book, so I, I might have to check it out. I'll find some time yeah. for it. Um, on, on my side of things, I've got a couple of things. I uh, I you remember when we did palms on a regular basis? Yeah, I'm bringing them back. Um, what you know? Uh, I, there was probably, probably who knows? Might might have been a year ago, six months ago. I palmed that I was going to finish The Walking Dead because it had ended the uh, the comic book series. Um, yes. I finished it. I, I finished awesome. everything about it. Um, it was it was good. I even knew the ending, and I I was still uh, surprised about everything that happened. Um, with all of that, it was it was pretty cool. Stephen Young died. He did. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> um,
1: uh, but yeah, it... Um, no, it's was cool. I've, I've had like kind of what happens at the end of it spoiled for me too, but I still do want to finish it. I think I've stopped short after the whole glenn death stuff which that was like issue 100 i think right yeah that
0: was right around 100 would have been yeah when uh i think i
1: read like maybe what would have been the equivalent of like 102 or 103 so i still got quite a bit to go but i mean it wouldn't be anything at this point i could probably just pick up trades and yeah go through it that way if
0: you if you're interested and you want to and you want to read paper i have the uh the compendiums i can just throw a couple compendiums your way and uh, If you, I
1: would If you want, to, uh, next time we we're able to get together or whatever, just drop one off, and then I'll read it. Cool.
0: Yeah, I'll figure out where. Uh, it must be three. Would be picking up probably around issue one hundred. Uh, okay. That's uh, that's the best way to read it. I mean, it's not because they're giant books and they're kind of hard to handle, but they're all in one. Is
1: it? What is it? Is it compendium twelve or is it more than twelve?
0: Oh, compendium forty eight.
1: Oh wow. yeah, there, that's a thick, thick. It's a thick.
0: Daddy. Yeah, uh, it's 193 <laughs> issues, the whole run, and it's four compendiums make up makes up everything. So, uh. all right, <laughs> That works for me. <laughs> yeah, so. It'll, we've
1: got these trying times going it'll on, so.
0: it'll get you through a little bit um so i I thoroughly enjoy that um i i cannot recommend it enough uh it I think it took me so long uh one because uh i i buy the physical issues and so it was sometimes I have a hard time reading the physical media I'm with you on that realm it's it's so much easier sometimes to just read digital comics um than it is to do the other uh though that is blasphemy a little bit because the paper is what makes it all work uh yeah for it all but digital is just hard to pass up um good news is for everybody is that i i usually if i really love a comic i'll buy the physical version and even if i don't read the physical version uh i'll get it and then i'll i'll download maybe a bootleg copy of the of the uh you're still supporting there. Yeah, I'm buying the real thing. That's like I
1: I I have zero quorums playing like a version of uh Z S N S or any form of yeah. emulator, you know, like a dolphin emulator for a GameCube and stuff, because most of the stuff that I'm playing is either classics that I've already owned yeah. or put so much money and time into anyways that I, I'm I'm not like saying that it's at a loss. I've given you the money even if it was whenever I was a child.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that there's, there's some sort of, and maybe you told me it and maybe it's BS and we just, it's something to make us feel better. But in there's some sort of rule that if you actually own the physical copy of something and then you own a bootlegged copy of it, there's some sort of like forgiveness in there because you do own it technically.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's, that's, that's the exact same thing with, uh, the FBI rules of copying DVDs and movies and stuff like that, or music. You can use it because, for your I own mean, purpose. If you already own a physical copy and you're duplicating it, technically that's you making a backup. So yeah, that's what you call backup. Mean, that, that, yeah, that's, that's what it's essentially doing. So having like a version of that game on zsns on pc even though a version of legend of zelda link to the past never came out (laughs) on pc you know what i mean like it's it's me still technically having a backup my backup way of playing the game yeah i don't have to physically put the cart in because i own the cart still
0: exactly Um, and then I, a couple other things I am currently in the middle of listening to the rise of Skywalker novelization. And once I finish that, um, I will give you all the nuts and bolts of it, but just as a little bit of a, a sneak preview, uh, there is a lot of stuff in that book that didn't happen in the movie, uh, as little bonus things. Uh, one of which have you seen rise of Skywalker by now? Yeah. We, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it for like an hour. Cool, or awesome. I was just making sure um, <laughs> because what I'm going to say won't make any sense if you hadn't seen it. Um, yeah, do you remember whenever we talked about how I said Finn should have? Oh, yeah. shown the time with Finn <laughs> getting over the turf. I slept a lot since then. Um, <laughs> so you know, at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Kylo Ren goes to a planet. Did you know? And he and he tears up all those little guys that look like they're in in little weird suits and everything. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Uh, did you, were you, one, were you aware that that was Mustafar? No. Okay, that's Mustafar, one. Where at on Mustafar? Um, it's, I don't know. Because it doesn't look lava torn or any
1: kind of shit like that.
0: Um. It's because they don't show the part where he actually goes to the remnants of Vader's castle. What? Yeah, and Vader has asked a giant spider to guard the the sith uh hollow what's it what holocron what's it called Holocrons. Yeah. yeah uh he has he is uh asked this giant spider alien to protect it and it's actually underneath a a like lava swamp that the that the holocron is is at and so uh after they they take over these people that kind of inhabit that that moon of mustafar or whatever the hell it is um after they take out all those people he's called to this area and it is it's the kind of ground zero where the the castle was and uh, and he this like giant spider comes out of the lava swamp, and uh and confronts him, and he's like, you know what I need and whatever, and uh, and eventually that's where the where the chest comes from that the holocrons in, and you don't see any of that. They've bypassed that entire thing out of the movie, and I was like, how yeah, awesome! Because
1: I mean, could you imagine them trying to like actually make like a scene where he's fighting a giant spider person?
0: I I mean they did it in Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, so why couldn't they do it?
1: No, I completely agree. <laughs> I mean, she, Shelob's fucking rad, but I mean, like, that's what it meant. Yeah. Like, just throwing that into Star Wars, all of a sudden, everybody's just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> but I'm sure it would probably throw some some movie viewers for a loop.
0: Yeah, and so and that's like, it's actually they make that at the beginning of the movie in the movie, but it's like they do all the race stuff first. And then they do something else and then they go to Mustafar with with Kylo. Uh, so they the order of it's kind of different as well. But I was just the first like, order. The, the, the first order was a little out of out of place. Um, but yeah, that that part to me was like, holy cow. They actually went to Vader's castle and made that part of the, the movie canon. If they would have put that in there, that would have been awesome cuz yeah, nobody's ever seen Vader in his castle in the movies. Nope. <laughs> he just has one according to the comic books. <laughs> so, is that do you get to see his castle at all in Rogue One?
1: Cuz I've still never watched Rogue One.
0: Um Yes, you do. I forgot about that. There is a section. I think
1: that's the only time that you actually get to see it. See it. Right?
0: Yeah, because they tell on and they they tell on the, the rebels They tell on Rogue One, they go to Vader and they're like, Vader, they're having problems. And he's like in his castle and he's like, all right. And that's when he leaves and goes to mess things up formal um and then this past week uh batman the adventure continues issue one came out uh digital only it's on comiXology uh very few comic books are coming out right now because actually uh diamond has stopped shipping new comics and a lot of the comic book uh, publishers are then therefore no longer producing comics um so that's all a weird little thing it looks like maybe the end of april they'll return but that's to be seen but in the meantime digital comics can still come out. And, um, uh, so digital only, I think is really where they're coming from in trades. Um, uh, we're not going to see like the newest issue of, uh, the Sandman universe, the dreaming this month, uh, because they're not going to just, uh, just appease the digital audience without appeasing the physical audience. Um, which that makes sense. It's fair, um, to all that. And, but what did come out is this book, and it is actually a continuation of Batman the Animated Series. Awesome, yeah. So, and they've got a, all kinds of uh, Batman adventures and everything comics that have come out over the years during the time of the animated series and after. But this is uh, a new story. Uh, it uh, takes place in Gotham, uh, circling around a, a a main character named Bruce Wayne, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, there's uh j- some new things going on there's a giant robot uh he takes some alien uh some alien technology from Wayne technologies that Superman had given Bruce um at some point in time and now he's got to figure out who it is uh and come to find out uh it is uh luther uh from Cheers that stole it no it's lex Luthor um that stole it and so that's where the issue ended uh is just that he found out that lex Luthor is in his giant robot suit and uh is ready to fight batman uh but it's uh it's fun i i enjoy uh when uh DC does these digital first comics because they're like 99 cents and they've got a, a decent amount of content for them. I think this is like a 22-page comic for 99 cents. Um and they come out a little more frequently, usually. And um uh, and yeah, I like I like these little fast pick-me-ups for 99 cents or uh my jammy jam when it comes to comicsology. So if you like Batman the Animated series and you want something fun to read in these trying times uh i recommend that wow i love batman the animated
1: series and that seems right up my alley (laughs) good with these trying times and
0: all oh well how does that make you feel uh i feel new zealand